With the sudden passing of her husband Mitch, a newly pregnant Elizabeth decides to move back to her hometown of Fort Wayne, Indiana for a new start. But when a letter surfaces from her late husband, she must confront her past to save her future. This week on the Made for TV podcast, it's The Wedding Pact 2, The Baby Pact. And now, our feature presentation. Oh, beautiful for Midwest skies, for amber waves of corn, for movie sets in our hometown instead of Hollywood, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne. The new Hollywood. Oh, just you wait and see how the movie industry will react to the wedding pact, to the baby pact. Thank you, thank you. Taking a bow. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Sorry, I almost I lit I lit a lighter because I was so moved by your song. I almost burnt my house down right there. Wow, Kyle, that was really something it's straight special. from the heart. You know, I mean, I, this I is it. this was movie history. Watching our this movie that's filmed in our hometown, the first of many movies I think that this will set off. <laughs> I just I, uh, is this how people feel when they watch movies set where they live like normally? Cause I gotta say, I hated it. I hated <laughs> seeing my city on screen. Maybe it was just this movie might've been the bigger issue. Uh, but anytime they mentioned the name Fort Wayne, which they do often, oh, I yes. felt very uncomfortable. You think it might be, it. Carrie was like, is this in the contract? Like, was there a contract oh, where they had it to has use to be. Fort Wayne it has like, to be. a million times? Yeah, it has to be they got some sort of like break on their taxes, but only if they say Fort Wayne and talk about how good it is at yeah. least 10 times in the movie. Like, just, it's all what, truth. Uh, it's all truth. Fort Wayne. What a piece of shit we're talking about today kyle oh my gosh well, let me let me introduce the let me introduce the podcast oh maybe. okay should i do that i don't know i think maybe you should uh, welcome everybody to the made for tv podcast this is the show dedicated to celebrating and exploring the unique world of movies made for the small screen my name is kyle my name is scott and you're here for what could be possibly the finale of this podcast it may on- very well may be and uh yeah it's uh it's great i this is like the one movie that i really wanted to cover and so i'm very happy we get to cover it <laughs> we're going out with a bang if it is the last one let me tell you because this was i I mean, I don't, there's no point in Barry and Lee. I texted you. I said, this is the worst movie we've ever had to watch for the podcast. I read your letterbox review today, and <laughs> yeah. it's the closest thing I've ever done to a, almost doing a real-life spit take. Like, I had to hold in the, the drink that I had just taken a sip of. It was so funny. I, let me just pull this up. I, I'm going to pull up. I'm going to quote your letterbox. I'm sure you love that, that I'm just going to. I would love. I'll be very comfortable with that. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> 
I'm just going to quote one quote in the middle of it. This is the shittiest shit that has ever been shat. That's that's what really got me. That was, that was some poetry that I was spewing. Uh, I had a lot of time to sit there and think about my review and about the decisions I've made in my life. In your during life. The, yeah. During the last 45 minutes of this movie where I was screaming at my monitor to that's what I said. I said at that certain point, there won't be no more notes that need to be taken. You were right. I just, I was like, because, I mean, there's still things happening. They just don't matter. None of it None matters. It's so stupid. Oh, Kyle, but let's not, let's not give the people what they want too soon and actually talk about the movie mm. or anything like that. First, obviously, we have to dive into, how's your week? How week you been? is good. Week is good. Yeah. Um. You know, I've been talking about like the something coming at the end of the month that's like really big and in, in all of our lives, you know, mm-hmm. that we're all really excited for. And it, it came, it finally came, uh, my PSVR 2. Oh, sick! <laughs> yeah! Is and, it good? Uh, Have you I, used it? It just came yesterday. And so uh, I got that, I downloaded New Horizon Zero West I like game. to think that it came and you were about to put it on and then you were like, oh, wait. <laughs> have to watch the I did have to watch the movie this stupid movie last night so I didn't get to play that much but after the movie ended I put it on and played I only played like 30 minutes um and it's oh it's so it's great I was I'm very happy the tech is really cool um everybody it's getting a lot of really great praises which is nice because the first PSVR was uh just not like the highest tech when it came out. Yeah. It was just kind of like the most accessible for some people. Um, mm-hmm. And this one's just being compared with like, like extremely high priced VR sets. Mm. And so it's like, uh, th- that's what most people are saying. It's like definitely top of the line for its price. Absolutely. And it's got like eye tracking so it can tell where you're looking on the screen. And it's just, that just seems really cool. Mm. Um, so it's just gonna see you looking at like all the uh, all the all the hot like ladies butts. Yeah, games that you're <laughs> yeah. playing the whole time. I've I've seen one VR video, not of PSVR, but like a kid playing VR, oh. and like the dad's like watching as the kid like walks up to a girl's like chest and like puts his <laughs> eyes into her chest, and he's like, "What you doing, buddy?" And then like the kid freaks <laughs> out. Um, but yeah, the I That's played funny. for like 30 minutes. I got to an action part of it in the Horizon Zero West game. I don't know what to call it. I forget what this name is. But the Horizon Zero Dawn like specific VR game. Um, and it was it was really cool. And then I had to take a break. I've I, it's been a while since I've played VR, and I got a little nauseous. So I got to get my VR legs mm. back. But um, yeah. I'm excited to maybe play some more after this podcast tonight or something. So you think we're you think you're gonna have time? You think this po- <laughs> this episode's not going for four hours? We're going into the night, Kyle. Yeah. We're gonna set a new record, the finale. Yeah, I don't think it would be possible to muster more no. than forty-five minutes of discussion of this movie. No. Uh, I'm sure we'll find a way. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, yeah, it's good. And then, of course, we are getting ready for um, uh, the upcoming adoption, which we're really very excited about. So, of course, yeah, of course, but, Scott Junior will be here soon, and uh, we're all excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um. How was your I've week? also was been your week? I've I've also been preparing for uh something very important and big coming into my life in March this week, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh because I've been rewatching all of the Rocky films uh, uh yes. in preparation for Creed 3. I continue my <laughs> Rocky rewatching. Uh, I have finished all 6 of the main Rocky movies 
and the first Creed. I just need to rewatch Creed two. Uh, cool. I love it. I just love Rocky. That's I don't I don't have to say more about it. Uh, they're the best. It's the best film series ever, and I love all of them except for Rocky Five. There needs to come. There will be a day where I need to rewatch all of them again because I don't think I've actually seen a few of them. So. Ooh. So that, you're that so lucky this come. podcast is ending, or I would have just pulled all my cards. Yeah, on Rocky <laughs> and He's it's right over. here. Yep, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. We're gonna do it. We're watching them. Uh, yeah, I will watch any Rocky with you, any Rocky movie with you, whenever, anytime, any place. I don't care. I love Rocky so much. I have to uh, think of a good friend. place. What's a good place to watch a Rocky movie? Because you say any place. I don't, you know, a, a boxing ring. Can we Ooh. like rent a boxing ring? That'd be pretty cool. In VR, in VR. I bet we could watch the First. movie together in <laughs> VR in a boxing ring yes. setting. Sounds good. That'd be great. That's what we're gonna do, and then we're gonna fight after, right? Yeah, you become the characters, in. and you get to box. There is a Creed game. There's like literally a a boxing Creed game. I'm pretty sure. Ooh, for is it on the VR? Uh, I think. All right. I don't well, know. I Maybe I'm making that up. Look into that. Creed VR. I don't have the I don't have the PlayStation VR, but I mean I've got my little PC headset and my independent Oculus thingy. I bet I bet Creed I could Rise get it. to Glory Championship Edition steps into the ring on PSVR two on April fourth. So put oh. down the date. Come on okay. over. We'll uh, check. We'll be check. It's weird to out. me that it's coming out a month after the movie. I don't know. This feels like bad planning. Don't you feel like it should have been like. I don't know, like a week or two after at the most. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it'll line up with the home video release, though. So they'll be like, now on streaming, Creed, and after the movie, download the new game. <laughs> That's what they do, obviously. Uh, I don't know. I don't see trailers for anything anymore. I use Adblocks. The home video release is the most important one, right? It's the most I think, one. honestly, in their eyes, it is these days. Uh, that's where they must be planning on making their money because they release so many expensive movies straight to streaming, right? Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, home video is where it's at. And that's why we're ahead of the game, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk about the most important home video release of our lifetime. Yeah. It's so yeah. important that it seems like maybe they tried to shop this movie around and nobody would buy it, so you just have to rent it on Prime, and they didn't ever mm-hmm. announce any release of it. I followed the Twitter for this movie, and I've not <laughs> seen anything from it. So, uh, Matt Berman, he couldn't, he couldn't find a buyer for this uh, fine flick right here? Yeah, Matt Berman. I've met Matt Berman. Should we go into our history of the movie? Because guess what? Oh, yeah, you do have one. I, I have forgot. a history yes. with this movie. Because Let us all hear it. As I sit here holding my mug, my Haley Duff returns in the wedding pack too, the baby pack, written and directed by Matt Berman mug. That Little I got. did you know that was a threat when you <laughs> when you first saw the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Duff returns. <laughs> Matt Berman returns. Oh no, <laughs> Haley Duff returns. Yeah, um, yeah. This movie premiered in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at Sweetwater, and um, somehow through a connection. We got tickets. It was like Blair knew somebody and they couldn't go. So Blair asked Carrie, hey, you like like Hallmark movie type movies? Do you want to go to this? And so so we went to the movie premiere. We walked the have red ever carpet. Seen, have, you ever, have you ever seen the movie uh, like It Follows? No. In that movie, you're like, uh, you get cursed if you have sex with somebody and then this like entity follows you until it kills you and then it moves <laughs> to the person you had sex with and okay. down the line and down the line. <laughs> Uh, so like 
asshole people in the movie will have sex with somebody to pass it on. That's what Blair did to you by passing on <laughs> yeah, these tickets. Exactly. She gave you the curse. <laughs> she gave you the tape from the ring and told you to go watch it. Yeah. That's what happened. And now you've just transferred it to me, Kyle. Yes, exactly. Yes, oh, good. No. Um, we, <laughs> we, um, yeah, was, we went there and, and there was red carpet and you get a, when you, when you go to a thing, you get, I thought only there's like the wall with like all the, that you get the picture in front of like the celebrities do. Well, apparently yeah. it's like everybody who walks into the movie gets to do that. And so we got to do that, which is cool, but I've never seen that picture. I don't know if it's been burned or what, but it would be nice to see the picture of Carrie and I in front of this movie screen thing, but mm-hmm. they're, they're saving it as like evidence against you. I think whoever has it proof that you were yeah. there yeah. and thus you are not fit to be a parent. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we saw a few of the actors like hanging around, like Quentin Aaron. We saw him. Uh, he's uh, the guy from Blindside. Um, just Joe Junior. Yeah. Going back in time, I like really should have walked up to him and said, "Hey, man, like I like you and things, you know, like or like chatted with him or something." It just feels like a wasted opportunity. I think I was too starstruck at this point. Yeah. You know. But they were just hanging around in like this lobby of Sweetwater, like it's they weren't separated by anything, and. Um, Went in, sat down, and uh, it was fun to just have like the the director come up and talk. Matt Berman tell us about how excited what he was about the movie and filming in Fort Wayne, and God, the sure. guy who funded it came up and and talked about how excited he was to to have burn a, a big pile of money in front yeah. of you all. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was an it was an experience. So he said, "Great," and uh, we we played the mu- movie and. Um, we all watched it and I watched it and just kept looking at Carrie like what, what in the world's going on what <laughs> is happening and we kind of knew what to expect because we did watch the wedding pact the 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 believe it or not there's a first one I guess you should believe it because it's the wedding yeah. pact too if but, you told me that this movie was just they just decided to call it the wedding pack two or whatever. Like I would just believe you. That's how incompetent the movie is. Largely. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> For the, the, the title really means absolutely nothing to this. It really? Mo- the, the plot of this movie. Okay. And well, also I, it's I, not even, I, I think the title is referring to the letter that the mother has. Okay. That is her pact with her son. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I think. Think sure, that's it must great. Mean. It must that's mean. me trying to divine meaning from it. Like I'm looking at fucking tea leaves or something, you yeah. know? I don't know. <laughs> so the movie ends, and uh, I don't remember if it got a standing ovation or not. It was kind of fun to be in the room because you could hear, like, there was. we saw where the actors were sitting, and you could hear them, like, laugh at some things that were happening you could in, the, in the movie. hear the moment they hit rock bottom <laughs> in the theater yeah. next to yeah. <laughs> We were really disappointed. We were wondering if Haley Duff would be there. That's really what we were excited to maybe have her be there. But um, she unfortunately had COVID. What we found out eventually is why she said that they Mm. said that she wasn't able to make it. They left it open ended, and I was just like, "Oh, it's probably because she didn't want to come to Fort Wayne to to, for this." And uh, she ended up like we looked on her Instagram, and she was like, "I got COVID or something." So maybe she was never planning on going. But I guess for some people, getting COVID isn't always a bad thing. Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, At the end of the movie, Matt was like, "Here's my email. You know, let me know what you think." Unless you didn't like it, and so I was like, "Well, great. I'm not going to email him." So he's not getting a lot of emails. (laughs) That's zero zero in the inbox for Matt. But at the end, I was 
before going to this movie, I was like, oh, maybe we could get some guest for the podcast, like the director. Mm. Then after I was like, oh, that's a bad idea. That's just yeah, a bad idea. Bad. So, um, I mean, I actually did get us uh, a guest for the podcast, Kyle. Uh, it's Murphy the dog. Oh, good. Uh, he's <laughs> he's with us right now, though. Just just hanging out. Yeah, I'm here. I'm I'm lis- I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. Shh. Podcast. Good. So. Great. Hi, Murphy. Yeah. It's great. I'm glad that. <laughs> You still haven't mm-hmm. you haven't changed your voice at all, which is great. No, of course not. What do you mean? This is my voice. This is my character voice that I do. <laughs> this movie. Okay. All right. That's my history. I'll I'll probably chime in on a couple things that happened during the movie uh, premiere as we as we talk, I guess. But yeah, uh, I would say. I mean, I have a. I don't have any history with this movie, and I don't have any future after watching it because I'm going to kill myself <laughs> tonight. I think uh, after having viewed it, because uh, this, this is the end for me. Good. No. Yeah, my only history with this film is uh, I know some of the locations in it. Oh boy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I was, completely, I, completely baffling film in a lot of ways to watch uh, without even having seen the first one. There's what's his name that they say his name every single time the full name uh, uh you, you would think I would remember Jake Jones his name. Jake Jones yeah <laughs> every time I was like who the fuck is this guy what's happened they don't explain oh, the who first he movie is. man <laughs> all. it's all part of the Berman verse yeah <laughs> oh gross I'm and I'm actually going to experience the Berman verse I'm looking at he has a couple more movies out there he, he I sure will does. absolutely be watching them because. The first one, the first one's the good kind of bad. This one's really the bad kind of bad, but the first one's the good kind of bad. But Interesting. I wish I had stuck out the first one then, because I turned on the first one for about five minutes today. I saw that I hated the lead guy in the movie like more than He's I've ever so hated bad. anyone. He's uh, so bad that they kill him off for this movie. I know, that's How absurd is it to, to spend an entire movie about the love a love interest the wedding pact, these two made a yeah. pact in high school or in college that in 10 years, if they weren't married, they'd get married. And that's the whole movie's about is them getting yeah. together at the end. And then the, the movie opens and he's dead. Well, and that's Kyle. That's, that's just classic rom-com sequel formula. Don't you remember when Harry grieved Sally? Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what we're always doing. Oh yeah. I can only assume he gets worse and worse. I just turned on the movie, the first one, and I was just like, are these people supposed to be <laughs> college students? Cause they're 40. Like, yeah, what am I looking at? <laughs> yeah, so that's uh my whole history with the film, Kyle. Should we just pop this one let's in? Let's pop it in. Let's get a let's get it rolling. Let it rock. Let it roll. Uh, right. I mean, as soon as this, so I didn't take super detailed notes on this movie, but I only finished watching it like six hours ago. So it's pretty fresh in the dome still. Uh, I remember it it instantly opens. We're in Boston. Mm -hmm. I was like, I doubt that very much. Uh, (laughs) and then it had a horrible audio mixing on the first dialogue of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as it started, I was like, why is the music like way too loud for this dialogue scene? I, they just. It's overpowering them. Uh, and we see that it's it's uh, Haley Duff's character. What's her name? Elizabeth? Yeah, Elizabeth. Is, yep. uh, I don't know if the, it's not his funeral, but they're just like at his grave saying goodbye because he's died and she's moving back. Or she's yeah. moving to maybe back. Definitely to <laughs> Fort Wayne. 
no, uh, it's, at first, it's, I, it's wrong. It's just wrong because you're referencing how it says on the back of the back of the box, whatever hometown yeah. Fort Wayne girl, and absolutely is not the case. Like she's not from Fort Wayne. Yeah, it just can't be because the way that she talks about it is like it's a new place. And when she sees people there, several people who she knows. I guess from college who just happened to be in Fort Wayne for some reason. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she's like, what are you doing here? So they must not be from there. Any of them. Mm-mm. I don't understand, but they, uh, what do they do? They leave some, they leave something on the grave and then they, they, they're going to go. They're going to drive. Hate the, the, the beginning. I hate the title screens. Like the title pages are like blinking in and out and it's really yeah. distracting. And I just don't like that uh, creative decision on that mm-hmm. one. I'm not so. a huge fan of it either. Uh, that's when they, they get in the car. She is sad. I don't know if we even know that she's pregnant yet. I mean, we do because the movie is called The Baby Pact and she's holding her tummy on it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the poster. But I don't know if we do in the movie. We just know she's sad. And her sister says, don't worry. I've got the perfect song queued up. <laughs> and then they just start playing, I don't know, what could be rights-free music, but singing along to it like it's the greatest pop song ever. Uh, yes, I, I was like, I legitimately had to stop, look up the band, look up and everybody who like worked on the movie just to try to figure out if this was so, like a favor or somebody in the crew's band. Mm-hmm. I could not find nope. that. So you looked up the Bullet Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. The well, Bullet guess Boys. what? Mark Torian, Torian, the the okay. lead singer. He was at the. He was there. He was at the premiere when we were standing outside the the place. He came in with like a, I mean, classic rocker, like I don't know, like fifty five, sixty year old rocker guy, like tan, leathery skin, jean jacket on, black hair. I looked at him. I was like, I don't recognize him. And Carrie's like, I think that's somebody like big time and i'm like i don't think so but maybe (laughs) carrie carrie anybody who was at that event is not somebody who's big time (laughs) and so he was there and he had swagger and then during the movie during this song part uh, we looked i knew i took note of where he was sitting i wanted to keep my Mm -hmm. eyes on him and his his song came on and he like put both of his arms up in the air and he was like pumping his fist and he was super proud of this that is song I wonder how long it took them to learn the words to like lip sync it, right? I mean, I guess I would categorize this as the best performance moment in the movie because they're successfully pretending like they're into this song. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, I don't know. After they after they finish their singing, though, you that's have to, when they, to, we have to at least comment on the length of this song. They play like the entire song. Oh yeah, the oh, it's like the whole opening song. while they're doing the. The cutting in and out thing that you don't like, I feel like, is when they're like singing this whole song through. <laughs> uh, and she's and, like and happy, like it's it's weird. Like when they get in the car, she's like, ah, oh, she's oh, like ready. Man. She's like, this is the worst. This was the worst day of my life. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't think today was maybe your worst day of, of your life, but like, because I know the funeral wasn't today, but maybe it was. That's true. I don't know. You would think, yeah, the day he died would probably be the worst day. They treat right? his death very lightly in this movie. They really do. They make a huge joke. I just have to assume that the guy who played him was a piece of shit or something. Yeah, and maybe. Hated him. I would like it if that was the case, because he's not back. He doesn't have any other like credits on IMDb. He doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. So I was just reading uh, or listening to a podcast actually about a, a similar phenomenon, you know, in men in black, um, there's like J and K and then there's like the girl from the morgue 
that they're I think that, so like, yeah he's like hooking up with who ends up being an agent at the end of the movie apparently like they hated her so much she was like such an asshole on the set that for the sequel Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith were like we'll only do it if she's not in the movie at all like not even referenced that's awesome like, <laughs> that's just how much they hated her damn <laughs> so I feel like we got a similar sitch in the wedding pact too with uh I don't know I don't want I don't I don't What's his fucking name? Uh, I don't want to speak ill of Chris Sold Villa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe they just didn't want him because he's a terrible, terrible actor. So bad. And he's the, I mean, the move, it's his movie, really, for like half of it. You're like, when are we going to see Haley Duff? Because all we see is him for like half of it. So, mm, well, I could have used maybe a little break from Haley Duff in this one. So <laughs> maybe, I maybe I should watch that one. Uh, they get, they get too old. I did not like, uh, seeing a Fort Wayne, Indiana, the, I don't know, like location text on screen. And this I'm not is, a fan this, that no. they did the FT, FT comma yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's weird. I like, it's I like to see the word Fort spelled out. Personally. I say I write FT Wayne all the time when I'm writing like my address, but you, yeah. you, you want to see the full fort, you know, you want to write it out when it's on a movie. I mean, it's written out in the description here that I read, put it, write it out in the thing. Um, I thought it was really weird when they pulled up in the car, they like finally got there. They're kind of like stretching their backs and the sister like starts stretching, but like is like all boob, like right at Haley Duff's face. Yeah. Like the way Mm -hmm. she does it. I was like, that's a weird way to stretch girl. What is your problem? Uh, She's a, if you're wondering if she's in the first one, she's not. Okay, good. And she's not, she doesn't go, doesn't look like she was going to spoiler a Haley Duff's planned wedding in the first one. So she's not even, it's like they wrote in a, not on speaking uh, terms. Yeah. They wrote in a sister for this movie, I guess. Maybe she was gone. Like the mom is for 99.9% of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Was the mom in the first one? Yeah, A lot. Mom's in the first one a lot. So, okay. Was the dad in the first one? No, no. That is fascinating to me then. (laughs) (laughs) I really have a hard time believing that he was not in the first movie. But <laughs> well, believe it. Me, I, I don't know. They just wrote a check to to him, and they're just, just like, "Hey, we can get him." And they're like, "All right, let's yeah. get him. Let's get him." Let's for just his... put him in inexplicably. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like we're way jumping way ahead, but it feels like she sat down on a bench, and he just happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, the <actor. laughs> right. they're like, "Quick, have him say something, something generic." <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, they get to the Fort Wayne. Um, they're not there. They don't stay where the, at the house for long. Their mom's gone or whatever. So it's just going to be the two of them staying in their mom's house. It's her who lives in Fort Wayne, I guess. Uh, but they don't stay for long because as, uh, Haley Duff says, you keep telling me that Fort Wayne has the best sushi ever. <laughs> just the, the strangest line anybody's ever spoken. How could you say that a lot? You deserve a million dollars for saying that line and not yeah, laughing. I know. I know. <laughs> yes, and she came course. from San Diego. That's where she was living, like near the coast. And you're telling me that Fort Wayne, like you keep telling me how Fort Wayne is the best sushi ever. Like just, just it's nuts. And, and like, I say that as somebody who has a specific place in Fort Wayne that I love Asakusa, like mm-hmm. is Carrie and I's favorite sushi place like ever. We go on trips and we, we still like love Asakusa. So I could be caught saying that with, with not as 
not the seriousness that they do. But, I think the best like, at best you might say like you know Fort Wayne we do have a surprisingly good sushi, sushi place. place. Yeah. Is maybe how not you would like, phrase it. Fort Wayne in general, we have the best sushi <laughs> ever. Mm, that Kroger Cal- California roll, baby. Shit. Uh, we love our our fish plain shipped shipped by i don't know oh whatever. man however we yeah. get fish however we get salmon in this town i don't know well they just scoop it right out of the river <laughs> right next to my house <laughs> and serve it up to you uh that river is high up right now let me tell you it's like right almost up to the top of the hill i'm thinking i'm gonna flood uh if it starts raining i'm a little worried not good uh, yeah, it'll be fine um so yeah, where do they go? Does it show a location for where they it go? Does does not go like a, it does not look like a sushi place in Fort Wayne that I've been to. I Gasp. Yeah. Scandalous. <laughs> this movie did have, it was filmed in LA as well. Right. Yeah, because we, on its Wikipedia it says it did like, uh, it was split, it had to like pause because of COVID, but they filmed like half of it in LA and then finished it. I think it says on Wikipedia like, Five days of shooting in Fort Wayne, and you know what? I believe that number. Oh yeah, I believe this took about courthouse five days. one day. I was actually surprised. I figured it would be like, like very close to zero percent filmed in Fort Wayne. Like it would show her like oh, yeah. walking down the street or something. But there's a, a surprisingly like I guess the They're like courthouse in the locations, like the real locations for some of it. Right? Yeah, like at least like I when think. they're at a well when they go to freaking Forteza. Yeah, Forteza like, for sure. Can, yeah, you can see Pint and Slice out the window. I was like, okay, they're really there. That's Forteza, I guess. Yeah. But it, why? But I don't think I don't know <laughs> if they're in Cottage Flowers. I don't know what that looks like inside. But. Yeah, I've never been in there either, so I'm not sure. Um, okay, well they go and they get their sushi. Um, we allude to during their like sushi dinner that Mitch, that's the guy who died, right? Mm-hmm. That he died in a weird way, right? Like <laughs> the way the I sister re- talks about it, it's so <laughs> I, weird. Like this just happened. Like yeah, this just happened, and she's, she's like, like, "Oh, and it was so like, crazy." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, oh, God, sis, the way that he died. Wow, talk about bad luck." I and know. she's like, "I," she's like, "I don't want to talk about it." Like. <laughs> Your husband just just died. Just died. Well, I don't. I didn't finish the movie, so it's hard for me to believe a scenario where Haley Duff loved that guy who I was watching for the ten minutes of the first one. So I'm kind of like, eh, she's probably fine with it. You know, he seemed pretty annoying. It's really just, uh, hey, we had this pact, and we should love each other. That's kind of how it ends. So I don't, <laughs> and like, right. we don't really get to see him together all that much when they're actually like romantic they're like she's like thinking they're friends you know and he's like mm-hmm. i need to tell her i love her but guess what she's engaged to jake jones oh jake no jones do they okay do they always refer to him first and yeah, last i think name so in yeah. that movie pretty sure Why? is this a running joke that <laughs> I, don't I don't get <laughs> is this whole movie series a running joke like the first one first one feels like a parody where nobody's in on the joke though like it's like <laughs> That's what it feels like when you watch the first one. This one, not not so much. Like, like this one's like I don't know. It's like this is a drama. Like this movie's like the plot is a drama, right? This movie is a courtroom drama written by There's, someone who has never set foot in a courtroom in their life, <laughs> or has but has watched a lot of movies like, and has no idea 
the legal process or has no, any concept not. of what would be b- any sort of believable has certainly never even looked up like uh, how do paternity cases like usually work out or maternity like how does how do custody arrangements usually go right like do mothers get amount- to keep their babies yeah or- like the way that this movie frames it you would think that like judges are begging to take babies away from moms yeah, <laughs> you know? <I> know. Like- <laughs> Uh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet, Kyle. We got to wait. Uh, so they go home. I don't remember. They go home and there's like a a pointless scene about her dead dog. I wonder, I really do wonder if they hate this guy because she, there's not even a picture of him. (laughs) No, she doesn't even pull out a picture of her dead husband. She pulls out a picture of her dead dog who she says loved or hated him. Wait, I feel like hated him at first Yeah, and then loved him. I think because uh, the dog gets hit by Jake Jones in the first one. So, oh no, Jake yeah. Jones, you bastard! And you, there's a great note I have in the future about that thing, but oh, you'll good. see. Don't worry. Don't I can't wait because I thought this dead dog was completely pointless, but now I know it is. It's a rich callback to Jake Jones <laughs> history, so I'm in. Um, in the morning, she finds a letter that's like, take this check to Cottage Flowers, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, woo, Cottage Flowers. Uh, and so she goes into that And it was very fun to be in the theater for this, because like any time I'd show anything Fort Wayne, people would be like, woo, yeah, Fort Wayne, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I kept pausing and being like, oh, hey, look, I know that spot. Uh, <laughs> during the, uh, during the establishing shots, I was trying to figure out like where, they had put the camera by like looking at Google earth, you know, uh, really like where exactly it was. Yeah. Just for some, like there's like two big wide shots of the city sure, or yeah. whatever. And I was like, Oh look, there's the, uh, AMP. Like there's the Michigan power building. We're going to go, we're going to visit where the camera the, must be. We're going to visit the locations <laughs> and tweet them. Yeah, we are. That's our plan. Oh God. <laughs> um, that's going to be our suicide pact. They're going to find us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she goes to Cottage Flowers and she meets, uh, I don't know how to describe this man who is, uh, (laughs) I know, I don't know, some sort of sage prophet who can see a woman is pregnant. I know. (laughs) She's not showing at all. Right. And this is, this is like, um, she walks in and he says, slick James Earl Jones, maybe like, uh, yeah. Oh, he's got an incredible voice. He does. He really does. Um, his name is P.L. Brown. He needs... I only see six things on his letterbox. This man should have a thousand he voice really acting should. credits. Yeah, <laughs> like, it makes no sense. His voice is so rich and wonderful. Um, his lines are very poorly written because he's just and, like... <laughs> she walks in, he's like... It, what, what does he say? He's like... He uh, says like, you have a glow about you. I've, you. I saw in my wife some time ago. Or I something. noticed something you- about you I only saw in my wife when she was pregnant. Are you <laughs> pregnant? And she's like, yes. oh, congratulations. You know, like, it's... And, uh, it's, he is, it's so weird. It's so weird. And his son also works here, right? So she's bringing a check, I think, to Joe Jr., his son, who she knows? Yeah, she knows people he in this out. town. Yeah, but he like, walks out and yeah. she's like, oh, hey, it's you. What are you doing here or whatever? Like so confusing to me because I really thought she was not from here based on the sushi she line. She can't be. I, I stand firm that she's not from here. Just everybody ends up in Fort Wayne because like, you know, you talk to people who live here. Trapped right? in purgatory right now, you think? People, <laughs> That's what this movie is saying. People come to Fort Wayne, they stay. 
you know, they kind of like it here. They're like, you know what? I kind of like Fort Wayne. You know, it's not a not a terrible place. I've heard that story a thousand, and I live here, obviously. So I don't talk to the people who live who leave. A lot of uh, confirmation bias, but like, yeah, it is. it's literally also, like you're about to my say you've heard that thousands of times. How many times are you talking to people who have moved here about their decision to yeah, stay? You know Kyle? what? It's frequently a day. I mean, every I new guess, patient. I guess almost, as a doctor, so you see. I do you talk to, to how people end up here, people. and um, yeah, but uh, yeah, the uh, it, but like, I mean, my parents. Uh, that's what happened. Carrie's parents. It was like we're gonna stay here for a few years and then leave, and then everybody just stays, and. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a common thing. So I don't know. I don't. That's in my in my head theory, head canon. All of mm-hmm. the callbacks to previous characters in the first one that just end up here. That's just what has happened. Somehow, Fort Wayne's a vortex. And here's it, what I think: Fort Wayne is purgatory. We're both dead right now. <laughs> sure. Uh, she's dead in the movie, though. Mitch didn't die. She did. Ooh. And this is her weird purgatory, like, trapped uh, state. I believe it. It's got, yeah. it's nothing about this town or the plot. That's or why her the people dead make dad sense. can talk to her. Yeah. And why her sister, who didn't exist before, is here, you yeah. know? It all adds up, Kyle. Um, so... Joe Jr. comes out. They're old friends. They know each other. Uh, he's like, "Why are you? What are you doing here?" So I need to go find a job. And he's like, "Well, guess what? I was just about to put a health wanted sign out. I'll hire this pregnant woman who <laughs> might who has zero like skills in With this flowers. business." Yeah. yeah, someone. I mean, that's a. I'm not saying don't hire a pregnant woman. Obviously, that's kind of what it sounded like, Scott. No, no, no. So. I'm saying it's a pretty like snap commitment for like. He's going to have to offer like insurance benefits and like maternity and stuff, I would think. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you he, think you have, this have little think florist it, make? Know? It's like a small business that just seems to be him and his dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who knows? Okay. Uh, he does not think about it. He offers the job and she takes it. And then we go to the bar, Kyle. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Where somebody did you did you catch this reference to the first film, Kyle? Oh no, maybe I didn't. What was it? Okay, hold on. It's well, weird somebody that at the I've bar seen it and you, ha- but uh, somebody at the bar comes up to like the sister uh, and says that somebody ordered a Cabo and they don't know who. And as IMDb trivia lets you know, uh, when Rachel asks who ordered a Cabo, she tells the waitress it was Carl. That was an homage to the original wedding pact when Mitch complains about the restaurant bill. And says, oh, my God, who ordered the Cabo? I said, bottom shelf. I'll bet it was you, Carl. No way. What a sick little bit of trivia. <laughs> That's great. There's some the other only piece of trivia. The only piece of trivia on this movie, That's amazing. Way, is that. They picked and, that very yes. specific thing. There's a couple callbacks in this that you didn't probably catch, but I caught. Oh, I, I didn't catch tell. this one. I'm not that them. deep into this. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, this thing is baby packed with callbacks. <laughs> uh, while they're sitting there, some guy comes up to like Haley Duff and starts hitting on her, right? Mm-hmm. And she really shuts that down fast. Yeah, she's like, like "Well, you know, I'm how." She's like, "How are you?" He's like, "I'm pregnant with my dead husband, husband's baby." And I'm like, "Why are you making light of this? What's going on here?" Yeah. I guess she's just really trying to like tell this guy she's not interested and thinks, "Oh." Rightfully so, probably. Uh, I don't want to get involved. Most men will say, I don't want to get involved with a 
pregnant widow. Yeah. You know? And this guy <laughs> seems nice. And he's like, makes a very yeah. good decision by saying, all right, have a good rest of your evening. Have then. A good rest and he of your just day. walks away. Cause that's exactly, I mean, if somebody responded to me like that, I'd be like, all right, that's pretty weird. So I'm out. I agree. Um, and then I think uh, the next note I just have is, yeah, establishing shot of the city. Woo. <laughs> so I was clapping at home, just like the people uh, in the movie. Uh, she goes to her first day on the job, right? Mm-hmm. And we get like a first. She gets no job training. I know. Like, <laughs> He's like, <laughs> sell flowers. People come in here looking to buy something. Uh, go ahead and, and sell them. And no harm in upselling. And here's some teddy bears. Oh, here's your first customer. Go ahead. Yeah. And he just walks He's like, away. I'm going to go piss off to the back. <laughs> so yeah. He's like, He's like, I'm going to be in the back. If you need me, come get me. <laughs> All right, then. It'd be the most frustrating uh, help ever. It'd be like, oh, how much is this? And it'd be the person being like, oh, uh, let me check the uh, price tag. Yeah, sorry, I'm not uh, sure. What would you recommend uh, here? Oh, sorry, it's my first day. I don't really know the names of the flowers, yes. you know? <laughs> oh, man. Um, but then we get like a montage of her, I guess, learning to love the city, you know, is the vibe or just her life kind of progressing along, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but we also, I wrote my notes because I didn't know. I said, who the fuck was that woman reading a note in the montage? Like, there's just a, to my eyes, as someone who didn't watch the first movie, an inexplicable single shot in the middle of this montage of a woman looking deranged reading a note and then it just moves <laughs> oh. on and we don't see anything more about it. Oh, for wait, like the mom, like that, like yes, the mother Yes, it is the mom. The mother is. It's Mitch's mom, but right. I didn't oh. know that. So well, just well, watching no, the movie. Mitch's was, mom is not in the first one. She's not? No, her mom is in the first one. Okay, so Mitch is, so this, so equally confounding to yes. you maybe? Yes, exactly. That there was a shot. Yeah, she's not in the first okay. one. Mitch's mom is not in the they first one. They make it one. seem like they have a history yeah, because no, she's like, nope, she's, she's not like, in you it. You always hated us. When you said us. the mom thing earlier, it's it's her mom. Well, I that's met in the... I met her mom when I was okay, earlier. Okay, but this time I'm talking about this other. No, movie, his mom so is. Just, uh, let me think. Okay. Like, no, it's she's not in it at all. At all. Yeah, she's not in it at all. <laughs> well, that's con- very confusing. The way that they talk to her, like. There's this rich history of her. I honestly thought she was maybe the villain of the first movie as well. <laughs> yeah. The way that they talk about her. So that's very, very confusing to me now. Um, further lowering my opinion of this film, the more we talk about it. That's good. Uh, what happens? What happens next after that? Um, okay. So then she comes into the store when the montage ends, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have one note in my montage that I'm going to stand by. I do think that Joe Jr.'s kind of a cutie. I think he's cute. He's got a lot of good energy. Yeah, that guy. this the is guy from uh, the blind side. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And like he does yeah. like these are the scenes where he's like steps in and does Lamaze with her, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, great. Oh, good. I'm like, wait, I'm like, is is he gonna be a new love interest? And I'm kind of getting excited for that, you know? Like I was really hoping that he would be, and I'm not sure if he was. Did you, wait, did you I mean, catch I got, at the end who is the Yes, I did get that, but it doesn't end on him. Right. Right. (laughs) So I was like, are we implying? I like, I just, the end of the movie, I'll be honest with you, the last like maybe 20 minutes was me kind of feeling like I was staring off into space. Same. (laughs) I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, same. I'm sure I couldn't tell you what anybody said in any of the hospital scenes at the end of the movie, but I got, 
at least the impression of what you're saying uh, with the romance. Mm -hmm. Yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, So this mom comes in. The Mitch is the the dead husband's mom shows up, (laughs) right? Um, And she's like, oh, what are you doing here? Or whatever. And she's like, oh, no big deal. I'm here because I'm petitioning for sole custody of your baby. Yeah. Your unborn baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is just wild. What is that? What? What did you just say? <laughs> I know. What kind of villainous Cruella DeVille shit is this? What are you talking about? One of the most evil things I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like... And she's not a cartoon character, right? She's just like no. seemingly like maybe a, a nice mom. And she's like, I'm here. Like, I'm, you know, why, why is she serving her own papers? That's, that's like her own, like, like court papers oh, to her. Is that not, is that not how the legal system works, Kyle? Cause I'm pretty sure they did their research. So I don't know what you're thinking. Like, why would you deliver it directly to the mom? Hi, I'm trying to steal your baby. Like your your human baby that you're gonna be having, it's gonna be mine. And that's why I was like, she must be in the first movie and be established to be like a horrible nope, monstrous no. person. Like, nope, brand this, new character. No, this movie has no connection to the first. <laughs> I cannot believe that, Kyle. What you're saying to me? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I can't wait. I feel like you have. I feel like you're gonna be so curious that so you're gonna have to watch this the first movie. <laughs> Might have to Which is now. a better choice. It's a it's a funner. They're they're both oh. equally bad, but uh, okay. the first one is the good kind of bad. This one's the bad kind of bad. So. I would say so far in this movie, we're still in the good kind correct, of bad correct. territory. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, yes. very correct. Because I was like, okay, this is spicy. This is a spicy plot. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> the next scene. She goes to Forteza. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Great coffee. I, I love that. It's I was true. like, oh, they're like using the right, the regular brand, the, the brands that are in Fort Wayne. Yeah. This is really cool. And then they're in Forteza. Like it's like we said I earlier. Know. It's just, I was, I was shocked. Really. I was this shocked. Is a, this. this is a good time to talk about how this is the ugliest movie ever like <laughs> uploaded to Amazon. <laughs> and it's, I am absolutely stunned that I even see a cinematographer listed <laughs> among the credits because there's no way this wasn't filmed on someone's phone just yeah. standing there with no lighting equipment. It's natural uh, lighting, man. It's like the Revenant. It's, 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 oh, yeah. it's the same cinematographers. It's that good natural, the windows are nuclear <laughs> white light. It's just washing out everything in the frame. Unbelievably ugly. And not even like matching when it's like when it's like his side, it's like blinding white mm-hmm. uh, when we move forward a little bit. And when it's her, it's like, oh, just normal muted outside. Clearly some time has passed and there's more shade. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, but they are in they are in Forteza. They're hanging out. They're complaining about this wild situation. She's like, I guess I have to get a fucking lawyer now, right? right. Uh huh. Uh, well, Kyle, wouldn't you know it? Who just happens to be sitting right next to her? But a lawyer no. who also <laughs> happens to be the brother of of the lawyer that her mother in law is using. Just uh, an insane. Um insane uh writing plot development setup uh i don't know that's uh just a little bit not only it's a lawyer but it's this the brother of 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 the other 
lawyer. I don't want to speak ill of the screenwriting in this, but I would describe it as maybe a little contrived uh, <laughs> to just have him be there. <laughs> but, you know, maybe. That's no, just me. Matt, Matt Berman, director, writer. I don't know. You're criticizing he's an auteur. this guy. He's, he is an auteur, <laughs> Matt Berman, and we need to recognize that. This is his style. Stylistic decision here. <laughs> the he looked the at his nuclear IMDb white page. lights are to signify the purgatory that she's trapped in, Kyle. It was all part of the plan the whole time. The way the movie looks is because it's like the matrix out there, you know, out oh. those windows. Mm. It's not loaded. Um, ugh. Uh, so he is like, he's like, yes, I'm a lawyer and uh, I hate my sister for taking this case. I will be your lawyer for $2 an hour. Weird that he's not just like, I'll just take it pro bono. I guess. Right. He's like, I'll take it for 2% of my, or 1% of my usual fee or whatever. Yeah. And And I feel like maybe this dialogue is just here to like, maybe try to establish that he's not, I don't know, like a worthless lawyer. Cause his normal fee is $200 an hour. I don't know how much a lawyer. Maybe. Yeah. I guess. Uh, It seems like a lot of, when I hired a lawyer to to look at my contract, it was like three fifty an hour. Jeepers. Maybe he sucks then. I've never had to hire a lawyer. I would just, assume that in Fort Wayne they would be cheaper than that or at least like I guess I just assume that like the ones that I see the shitty billboards for might be cheaper but maybe they're the most expensive who knows um how much the Blackburn and Green cost oh wait they're not together they're not together uh, Blackburn and mm, Romy ugh. ugh fuck you Romy yeah get out of here dude. fuck you <laughs> um so uh, after this, the lawyer uh, goes. What's his name? I didn't even write down his name. Um, I'm not, I don't care. Oh, Kevin. Kevin Pyle. Yes, yeah. yeah. movie's a fucking pile. <laughs> it's uh, true. So <laughs> he goes to see his sister in the ugliest pea soup office that has ever existed. <laughs> it really is bad. It's so and I know bad. What you're thinking, guys. You're thinking, well, the room is super ugly and green looking, but I bet they spiced it up with some good set decoration. Don't worry. <laughs> they broke up that green with a nice giant green plant <laughs> behind him blocking all of the light, so it really worked out. It's like a <laughs> blank office that's just like glass walls, and that's it. That's where they're meeting him. And I love that to, before, like, when they end of the scene, like, she's like, wait, this isn't some like vendetta against your sister or whatever and he's like no not a personal vendetta at all i'm furious my sister took the case that's what he says that's, I know. that's like the definition of a I know. of a vendetta like i guess what she must be asking as i try to further look at the tea leaves and discern the meaning mm, from yes, what matt right. berman mm-hmm. has put in front of us the mind he is an matt auteur berman. he wants us much like christopher nolan you know he wants us to work through the puzzle pieces He's that kind of director. He's letting us do the work, Kyle. Uh, right, right. I guess he means she's asking, do you have like a long standing vendetta with your sister oh. that you've been waiting for a chance to get revenge on her? And okay. he's saying, no, 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 no. This is not because of outside issues. This is solely because of your case that I'm outraged by. I see. Well, this is, a, this is a Matt Berman's picture, and this is him smiling at you for, for realizing that. So <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you for That's the mind that you're uh, Oh, I, so. I love it, Kyle. I mean, that's what I would imagine, uh, <laughs> I guess, for old Matty B. Matty B, everybody. <sighs> okay. Um, 
he goes and confronts his sister, who I swear to God, I thought was the same actor as the mom when he walked into the room. I thought it was the same person, like, for at least five seconds mm-hmm. like, before I realized it was not. Wait, for just the, both the, you're talking about the, the lawyer and the, mo- the mom? Yeah. Robin Pyle, I thought, was the same person as the mother-in-law when they first yes, showed up. They're, they're, both- they look so similar. I hate the yes. casting. They look so it, similar. It's really it's confusing. Terrible. It is. I was like, I was like, did you guys like, was one of them the runner up for the other's role or something? Like, it feels like an understudy that they just gave the other role to or something. It It is quite odd. They're both, they both look like they could be, I don't know, like, like 20 years ago, they could have been weather girls mm-hmm. or 30 years ago, you know? Like, I don't know. That's the vibe they give me is, is just, they're very platinum blonded out like women uh, that just have a certain Karen-y vibe almost to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Uh, and not a fan of the casting. I'm with no. you on that. Uh, I don't remember if anything of note really happened in this confrontation other than her just being like, mm, I'm a bad, I'm a bad person. I don't care that I take she bad She berates cases. a client mm-hmm. for drinking and then like oh, yeah. immediately pours a shot for her and her brother. Like yeah, right after he true. leaves, and I'm like, this, I hate this woman. And then like, uh, yeah, it's dumb. I don't like it. That's what I wrote. It's dumb. It's dumb, and I don't like it. I agree. After this scene, uh, they go and talk with uh, the 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 sisters. Haley Duff and her sister show up at the nice lawyer's office, Kevin, mm-hmm. to talk to him about the case. Um. This is the probably the worst lighting of the home. It was so bad I took a screenshot of it. Oh yeah, put it into <laughs> my notes it. because it looked so bad. I'm just gonna. Oh come on, copy. Let me send it to Kyle. I want send to it copy to me. this. Oh no, Kyle, it's not working for me. Um, give me a second. I'm gonna make this happen. It's fine. This is what people want to listen to: is me trying to figure out how to send this to you. Right? I give up. I can't do it. Kyle, it's too late. Oh, Actually, hi. no, I do know how to do it. Aha. I have a I have a secret I have a secret method, Kyle. Okay. Secret All method right. passed down to me through the ages. But this shot right here is so oh, nuclear yeah, fucking yes, white. So it is bad. a wall of <laughs> really bright is. white light behind. If they walked out the door, you would think that this was meant to signify they died. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's so bad. It does when I when you first put it on the VR, the new VR, they like to track your pupils. They like have this thing you track with your eyes, and then they're like the background's gonna switch to white, and then it switches to pure white and like burns Ugh. your retinas to like be able to track your your pupils when they're really small. And mm-hmm. like uh, that's that's what just looking at this picture reminds me of is just <laughs> basically almost getting a migraine after like setting up my eye tracking with the new PSVR. <laughs> that's a good way to describe the aesthetic of the movie too. Is like the you're out on a bright day with yeah. a migraine. <laughs> yeah, is the feeling of it. Um, so we see uh, they go and meet with him. He doesn't have an office. No, no. Sketchy I right love away. it. I love it. <laughs> He's, he's got a cubicle. Whole, he has a, he called in the screenshot that I sent you. I believe you'll say he calls it his suite. Oh. He says, please, <laughs> please let's talk Look in my, my suite. suite. <laughs> his cubicle. I like, um, I guess I like how they commit to him just not being in a work for a while. So, and he's, <laughs> so he's got his, he doesn't have his office. He just has a cubicle, yeah, but fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. This is, 
something that makes literally no sense to me at all in the movie. Uh, it made perfect sense to me at the time that this happened, but there's something else later in the movie that completely erases this event or suggests it didn't happen. But when they're talking to the lawyer, they're like, she's got a letter from Mitch that is like mean about you or whatever. Like that's what the mom has. And they all read the letter, right? (laughs) Yeah. They all look at it and they read it. They see the letter. They know the contents of the letter. Kyle (laughs) (laughs) takes away all like dramatic movie making. Like it, 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 even though, like, this this wouldn't be shared in the, in the court of law, right? Like, you wouldn't... No. Yeah. Show your evidence right up front to the other party, but... I guess, well, you have to for discovery, okay. right? Like, yeah, they have right. to give the you're evidence. Right. But my problem is, as we'll see later in the movie, uh, when the letter comes back, like, during the trial, they bring up the letter, and and the lawyer's like, did you know anything about this? And Haley Duff is like, no, nothing. You guys read it! You I read saw the you letter. read it! <laughs> You've seen this letter. We've talked about this letter a hundred times in this movie. What's happening? They treat it like it's some surprise being dropped on them during the trial. And they read the letter and it's like, it's nothing. They're like, whatever. He yeah. didn't write that. Like there's he nothing like dramatic. Like she doesn't look no. at it. Like, cause the letter says like, I don't want this woman to be this chi- child's like mother. Yeah. And let's like, not spoil it. I don't want to talk about what's in the letter yet. Okay. All right. We won't talk about not it. Not quite yet because let's at least save it. Cause that's basically, all there is in the last 30 minutes of this movie right. propping it up it's the only is that thing letter. We can talk about. <laughs> so. There's an awesome, there's a great call black, callback line. And by, I say okay. great because it makes no sense why it should be a callback <laughs> line. But he's like, hey, are you the, or are you like the sister? Like, cause, or who are you? And she's like, she's like, he's like, are you the, the aunt of the baby or something? And she's like, under her breath, she says, female word that ends in U-N-T. A-U-N-T, ant, that's right. And they, like, laugh about that. Like, that's that's a line in the first one, but it makes no sense that she would say it because it's their mom that says it, but she says it alone while working on a crossword puzzle that's just, like, female word that ends in U-N-T. Huh. Ah, ant. And she ant. writes it down. Like, it's a kind of a funny joke, right? Like, because it's, you know, you think it's going to be the C, the C word, but it's it kind not. of, I think they're, they do that joke. Uh, first of all, I'm just going to have to assume that the reason it's actually deep uh, writing here, Kyle. And the oh, reason okay, why yeah. the sister mm-hmm. says this, because we're meant to believe that this is like a common expression that the mom says around mm. the house a lot. And it's one of those things you pick up. We're right. But it's not a common expression because she's doing a crossword in the first one with nobody. Oh, yeah, else but no, when house. she did the crossword, it just reminded her. Oh, of how often she says it. That she, so she and then after, after it. that, yeah. she said it all the time about an yeah. ant, about ants yes, in general. Exactly. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But there, there is a curb your enthusiasm episode where that's kind of the plot of the episode is Larry, uh, has to write an obituary and his, he writes beloved ant, but it gets printed as beloved cunt. <laughs> It's really funny. Everyone's mad at him. I love career enthusiasm. I'd love to be watching that. A show <laughs> that is literally designed to look like someone is just filming it on the fly yeah. with like no lighting. And yet it doesn't look like shit like this somehow. Um, so she has to go to the bathroom, I think, after reading the letter from Mitch, the mean letter. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, while going to the bathroom, she bumps into... An old friend from the first movie who I did recognize him from the opening scene of the first movie that I watched. It's Dave. Yeah, Dave in his Van X shirt, which yeah. I love. <laughs> his Van X. 
Vane's story or D- Vane Dave's story is is all of our stories from that live in Fort Wayne. He got sucked into the vortex. He just moved here for a job that didn't exist when he got here, and then uh, took another job and just decided to stay because he liked it. So. Okay, does he have a girl in the first movie? He that has he multiple gets with? girls. He's a oh, okay. he's a he's a player. I think it, it seems like some of the girls he's with are like escorts in the first movie, but I don't think oh. they are. But like. He's got a thing with whipped cream. You think you think you think maybe that may have just been the casting process that worked yeah. here, Kyle. <laughs> uh, He's got a thing yeah. with whipped cream. It's okay, well, strange. thank God yeah. because yeah. he delivers the line that he had to break up with somebody because they were she was allergic, allergic to, to canned cream. Whip. Don't yeah the the uh, yeah. the post credit scene of the first movie is oh, no. uh, is there's a post credit scene with him and a and the girl a girl spraying him in the face with the whipped cream and she says to him see how do you like it and like oh, it's very I don't very like awkward. That at all. yeah it's very yeah. awkward but his was there post credits to this movie maybe it was this no i don't think no, so i'm just i just did it obviously i once the credits came up i <laughs> immediately, immediately punched my monitor and ran out of the room his character <laughs> is is ridiculous what is, is, is wild in the first one he's he's fun in the first one it's a, one of the reasons why the first one is just a, a more fun watch it's just him a little bit so he ends I up think... with a girl he ends up with a girl uh that uh is the brother or the sister of the a guy that ends up coming in at the end their whole situation is 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 insane uh the main character mitch gets like seduced by her at her like bed and breakfast and you're we're made to believe that her brother is part of the KKK, and you think that that Mitch goes out and does like KKK things in the middle of the night, what um, the hell? and then like, but at the end of the movie, you there's like a flashback, and it's like, oh no, you they weren't the KKK, they're just like a religious loving Jesus group that wears like white robes because it's like angel wings or something, and they're all really nice, except the main guy also is very violent and punches people when he what? doesn't get his way most multiple times in the movie very very strange right <laughs> and so, very strange so the, the so the girl that he ends up with at the end of the movie is the sister of that guy and he's in the end of this movie it's 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 okay. a wild ride that movie that guy okay that guy yeah okay that guy yeah okay because i had a note that was just who the fuck is this exactly. guy who's here so okay it's all coming together now yeah, he's a guy that is punches people and and wants to i guess think make people think that maybe his his group is part of the kkk but they're not it, all right it's well, that's, uh it's thank you for uh giving me some context uh to really further you really weren't expecting that <laughs> no. as the context were you <laughs> it was not at all <laughs> Whew. okay i got a little distracted for a moment there uh because while I, I i opened up my amazon uh because i had to look up the baby pack because we were looking up for the name of that song yeah. right mm-hmm. and then i noticed that one of the movies four movies down was called Double Mommy. What? And uh, is, it says, Ryan discovers his friend Brent is the father of one of his girlfriend's twin babies and that he drugged her at a party over the summer. What uh, is yeah. That? So that's all I'm going to say. That's uh, not a Matt Berman. Oh, original. no. This is not the plot that I. It says, with college around the corner, he'll stop at nothing to clear his name. Wait, is Ryan trying to 
clear his friend Brent's name? I gotta watch this movie. It's not a it's not a Doug uh, or a, a Berman, a Matt Berman. Oh, uh, I'm well, sorry I'm to say. really gonna be sticking to Matt Berman films from now on because That's his first title, um, director, writer, Matt Berman, uh, his 2000 movie is Big Wind on Campus. A man and his okay. buddies learn to deal with love, sex, and passing gas. Ooh, Starring that's... the Farley brothers, which is probably the connection okay. to Kevin Farley in this movie. I mean, that so. does explain why there was a Farley in this movie, I guess. <laughs> I was very confused. Well, John uh, Farley is in this other one, and so is a lot of the other cast members. Heather oh my McComb gosh, yeah. And Leslie Leslie Easterbrook. Easterbrook. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, Ron Howard's dad, I think, is in this Rance Howard, I think, is Ron Howard's dad. What the fuck? <laughs> big so fart weird. on camp. Big wind on uh, campus. Okay. Um, we'll have to watch that one uh, in my own time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Where are we at in this movie? She runs into a uh, guy. Uh, what was his name again? Dave? Dave, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dave. Okay. And he's like, oh, my. she was allergic to canned whipped cream. He references Jake Jones, the first... One of many times in my notes, I wrote, who's Jake Jones? <laughs> uh, and then and then my guy gives her his card, which I loved his card. Uh, it clearly has like one of his like IMDb headshots right. on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so obvious what it is. Um, and then uh, we get this. We get our first scene with Jake Jones. I just wrote conference room scene with Jake Jones and Brian Connor. Who the fuck are these people? I just don't know. What the, the fuck is this real estate subplot about yeah, all of no. a sudden? Do they ever go back to it? I don't think they do. I think they maybe reference it when Jake Jones is in Fort Wayne at the end of the movie. Like they probably reference like it once. Like I got to. I think there's some throwaway video. line where he's like, "We're not going to sell" or something like that. Um, but genuinely cannot possibly recall what he said in that in that in those moments of the film um we learn that like uh yeah it's this guy who's who's trying to get him to sell the building for i don't know like apartments or something and kick people out. it doesn't matter what matters he's trying is to that- sell he's trying to buy it for 70% over market value which is just an insane margin and Jake's like oh, i don't know if i want to sell like it's just the most insane. Jake Jones thing. has principles, Kyle. Okay, uh, I was really confused here because I can't remember what they say. Shit in this scene. I think this is the first time somebody says shit, mm. and I didn't expect there to be like swearing in the movie. <gasps> I guess Gasp. everybody in the theater gasped when he said. That's what it was. It wasn't <gasps> like obviously I'm not clutching my pearls, but it was more like a who's this movie for if they're swearing? I know, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. It's, if it's not meant to be like a Hallmark level movie, what is it meant to be? I think that's is a this problem. supposed to be an edgy I think that's comedy? a problem and why... I just assume that you make this movie and then you, sh- you try to shop it around and get people to buy it. And if it ends up yeah. on Prime as a buy or rent option, then you've hit rock bottom and you've not been able Anyone to Anyone can get something anybody. on Prime. We could get Destiny Cops on Prime if we right. really wanted yeah. to. <laughs> like, so... Yeah, I'm just surprised this one didn't make it. It wasn't selected for Sundance. They couldn't get <laughs> this one into the into the Cannes Film Festival. I just don't understand. Yeah, no. Tiff wasn't buying. Um, so <clears throat> sorry, I'm really losing my voice all of a sudden. Uh, oh, his dad shows up. Jake Jones's dad shows up and is like, 
weirdly holding a cupcake this whole scene. If you think about it. <laughs> didn't make, like, I didn't think about that. You'll see, he pulls out a cupcake at the end of the scene to give his son. And I was like, you just been holding on that <laughs> cupcake for like two minutes, dude? What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. He's like, congrats on not being an asshole anymore, son, is what this scene is. They hate each other in the first one, so. Oh, okay. Well, that there you go. Thank you for that. Because I was like, I guess Jake Jones has redeemed himself from whatever his actions were. In he's a jerk the in the movie. first one. Yeah, he's a, he's a real piece. I will say we still don't establish who he is right to her at this point. We still have not learned that. Right. Right. I mean, you've you've seen the first one. Yeah. But yeah. But for me, remember me watching. I'm still like jumped in. Who is this man? He's Jake Jones, man. Um, I, ba- I, I kind of basically put it together that that was the only logical thing that he right. could be, yeah. but I couldn't just assume that logic would hold out. You know, mm-hmm. there's no reason for me to say, well, logically he's this and think that there's anything else in the movie that suggests that it follows logic for humans. Um, the next scene, um, we have more of, uh, Mr. Morris. That's Joe senior. Uh, and his weird like pregnancy obsession. Mm-hmm. I have I wrote down. I, I don't know what he said because I I don't care that this movie sucks. Whenever this dude's right. talking, I'm just happy. <laughs> I have no idea what he right. said. Uh, he's I think he's like you've been spending a lot of time with Joe Junior. I've been telling him to settle down and start a family. I think it's great he's working on Lamas with you. At which point, if she's not interested, she should clearly say, oh, it's not like that. Yeah, you but, know? but like we're just friends. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be great for them to end up together. Exactly. So. And then, spoiler alert, is this the last time we even see them until the very end of the movie? Uh, yes, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I was really thinking this was like the beginning of a, okay, these two are going to like get together, you know, and he's going to support her in the trial somehow. Remember in no. the trial that was for, filmed in Fort Wayne. So they would have had to bring those two to Fort Wayne. So I don't think that the, I don't think that the flower shop interior is in Fort Wayne. I think they shot that, makes that sense in, to me. in, uh, yeah. in Los Angeles or Hollywood. Whatever I, that checks out, I think, because we don't even see. I mean, we never really see out the windows there, probably because Berman knew us keen-eyed yeah, Fort Wayne viewers. Oh yeah, destroy the authenticity if we could see. They that. set up the That's brightest the street spotlights. They brought over the Pierre's spotlights from oh the laser spotlights and shined them through the the windows, <laughs> so you couldn't see anything out there. Ooh. Um, and then we see. Uh, Good. I have. I, I wrote down my next note that I have written down here is who is this bitch telling the lawyer about Jake Jones? And again, who the fuck is Jake Jones? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a. It's like the lawyer's it's like know, secretary or something. Secretary? Maybe a paralegal. Yeah, maybe a paralegal or something. Paralegal. That that checks out. Maybe she's like, "Have you heard of Jake Jones?" And then that's like a oh man. He's like that's no, and she's like something. you should look into that. And then yeah. he forgets about it. So, um, and then is the scene where, when she's at the flower shop, Joe Junior's like, "Hey, can you make this delivery for me?" And she's like, "Yes." And then it is happens to be to the mother-in-law's house, right? Mm-hmm. And so she goes to the house, inadvisable, I guess. Uh, if you're in the middle of like, right? Yeah, it's not a good call. Yeah, not good. But 
I just don't think it's so it's like I can't even view it as like, oh, that's a bad call because because there's no legal basis for like reality here. Right. right. Like yeah. they've she's already <laughs> approached her the first yeah. to deliver the papers. So who cares, I guess, if they if yeah. she meets up again? Why was the mom ordering flowers from the cottage place knowing that she works there? It's weird. It's and that's why she goes there because she ordered they ordered flowers from there. Like the mom. Maybe maybe she was expecting Joe Jr. to make the delivery because he's a cutie, cutie patootie. So she's oh, trying to steal Joe Jr. from Elizabeth even, leave her with nothing. There was a Joe Sr. thing that I did write down about that conversation oh. because she's- what was it? Because Haley Duff is visibly very pregnant and he's like- Yeah. He's like, oh, yes. And he's like, may I? And he like puts his hands yeah. out like to touch yeah. her be- belly. Yeah. And it's like, no, you may not. Like, do not ever- <laughs> No pregnant woman wants that. He's so pregnancy obsessed. He really he's is. Like, he's like, first thing, he's like, you pregnant bitch? And then he's like, let me touch your you stomach and bless gold. your baby with my sweet resonant tones. Which would be great if it was just not as like creepier forward, you know. But. It is. And he's like, oh, it's a boy. I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. It's not uh, even a boy. I know it's not in the end, which I thought was like, oh, what, the, what the fuck? How are you going to do... You wrote the movie. How are you going to do my man Joe Sr. dirty <laughs> like, like that? that? Yeah. Like, are you going to make it a character detail that, like, he sucks and he's wrong? At least make his awesome voice be wise and know things I think I, I, You know, I've seen two of... I really want to get into the mind of, of Matt Berman because I've seen two of mm-hmm. his films now. And mm-hmm. I think that he makes decisions sometimes like, yeah, that would be funny. Let's do that. With, like, oh, it'll be wrong from what what Joe senior says. Yeah, that'll be good. Or like, he's a subversive filmmaker. Uh, you know, he sets you up and you think he's going to zig and then he zags. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what Berman's going to do. Um, he's much like Ryan Johnson in that way. I think that <laughs> really? they're probably, there's a murder sort of mystery like- that, that Berman has written. That one of his movies is like a mis- murder mystery. <laughs> I'm going to, Toss some dollars down that that is the most inept murder it's mystery. It's called manipulated, and guess what? It's got our guy in it. It the it's got Dave in it. Kelly Perrine oh, is our guy, not not right. the old guy. The, oh, the Dave. Dave. You, he's the, not really your guy. You don't you don't know him. Yeah, Van, Van X. X guy. Yeah. Oh, well, he's kind of my guy. I mean, I like when he shows up in his tie and his Van X shirt later. And it's They're it's got a lot of the same cast here. All these people are just like kind of. They're in the Berman like all great all tours. He's got like a set stable, you know. He likes to work with. He's a lot like Tarantino, you know. Dave is his Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. They like to mix it up together and push boundaries. Manipulated is a taut drama slash mystery slash whodunit with an ensemble cast. District Attorney Diane Conrad, oh attorney, we're back in the courtroom, is under extreme no. pressure to resolve a case that has politicians in the local community on edge. The clock is ticking and stakes and emotions running high. Can anyone trust what they see or hear? Why is Detective Scott Keating taking the biggest gamble of his career with evidence in short supply and the personal and professional lives of all concerned unraveling? Can you believe anyone? Anything? Any, can you believe anything anyone says? Game on. Oh, we gotta just, this podcast will ride another day just for a complete Berman filmography <laughs> I think. <laughs> We really, uh, uh, we really, I mean, this, I think, I think our reviews for this movie have made it from like, it was like four reviewed on, on Letterboxd to like six. So <laughs> there are, there are a total of, it says watched by 15 members. 
and I would say normally on Letterboxd, there's like the popular reviews. Those are the ones that have the most likes. My review I wrote today now has the most likes of any <laughs> review for this movie at two. <laughs> so <laughs> don't want to brag. Oh God. Um, where 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 we're okay? We had the baby scene. We had the person telling the lawyer about Jake Jones. <laughs> she goes and sees the mom, uh, and she's like, "Why are you doing this? You suck!" And the mom's like, "I got my letter, uh, and I'm gonna call the cops on you if you don't leave. It's what my son wanted." Okay, you weirdo. Um, and then they go to. We have another scene at Forteza now. Forteza does not sell gigantic ice cream sundaes, do they? Oh, of course they do. I mean, they, she had one, they so. <laughs> they it was so weird that he's like, because the lawyer shows up here, right? Because mm-hmm. he's like, I heard you talk to her. Don't do that. She's like, how'd you know how to find me? Like, well, your sister told me that when you're really depressed, you you binge eat ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so, so naturally, we I came to the Forteza coffee shop. <laughs> they don't sell ice cream. It's so weird. It's so weird. It makes no sense. It is. She should have gone to like, uh, I mean, I think like Yummy Bunny was still, or Yummy Bunny, that place that was still yeah. around. It's not there anymore, but that was like the the main ice. There could have been an ice cream place that she went to. But. They could have gone to the 05 Scoop Shop right down the street from me, Kyle. Oh, I've seen that. Is that good? Is that a yeah, good place? That's pretty good. Yeah. Don and I like to go. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's worth driving out of your way for, but it's nice to have like walking distance from your house. That's cool. You know? Maybe sometime um, when I'm uh, rounding on those babies at Randalia, I'll just uh, slide on over and, and pop on over. It'll be cone. right across the street from my uh, my aunt and uncle in law while you're at Randalia. They live on Randalia. Um, all right, Kyle. We don't need to listen. We don't need to talk more Fort Wayne specifics because there's plenty in this movie for us to get <laughs> to, right? Yeah. Uh, so, oh, this was weird to me. I I assume this movie took place in a world where COVID existed only because there was one establishing shot where there were like signs in the windows that are like, we can do this Fort Wayne. That was clearly like pandemic stuff, you know, but then they're sharing a spoon. No, they don't care. That that's, that's a, that that's just a product of, they they didn't edit it out or something. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They just didn't want to deal with it. Um, we get, I would say a very well lit nighttime scene uh, after this. <laughs> Clearly, they invested in some lights. Psych, they did not. It, <laughs> this, there's, it's complete pitch black, like nothing when they're walking together. Yeah, it's Hold very. On, I, have a, I have a picture of this too. Yeah, right, I right, was right. watching on my OLED TV, so those blacks really resonate well. And, and uh, <laughs> Ooh, you really, that, you that, so that contrast was there. The so. HDR kicked in, and I was really yeah. enjoying it. Um, oh, will this send? Will this send? Will this send, Kyle? Boom. There we go. Yeah, this this still yeah, is, is quite a masterpiece uh, <laughs> of just... I think they have to both be wearing, like, white shirts so that you can see, see them. them. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They go... They have this, this walk. We find out that the lawyer's wife, like, left him. I hate this right? history. It makes... It really... It doesn't make any sense to me because, like... I, here's here's what happened. Let me yeah. just before you even explain what it is. He described it. I was like, wait, I don't think I got that. And I rewound ten seconds in the middle of what he was saying, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna get it if I rewind all the way and I just let it go. He goes, so you tell me what it is. He goes, yeah, well, she's a she was a huh, like implying that she's like an awful person, and then he's like, hmm. but she, you know, she she I got home and there was a letter that just said that 
that she's gone and she's not coming back and I haven't seen her or heard from her since and I bear her no ill will. But so it's like, wait, so was there strife in this relationship or did she leave you unexpectedly and you're heartbroken over it, but you just said that she's awful person before, like he's like implying that she was a bitch or something. And like, it, it makes, I don't know. I, I rewound it too because I was trying to figure out what the deal was with his history. So this, it makes is our, no sense. this is our second line that the lawyer has said that has been like confused, confounding. Maybe he's a liar. Right? Like not, Maybe he's just a, not sense. well, let me tell you, Kyle, I'm digging into the Berman of it all right now in my head. Okay. Right. Gotcha. I'm yeah. thinking about what he's trying to tell us. And as we've established, this movie does take place in purgatory. And I think that the lawyer is an agent of purgatory. <gasps> oh. And as such, he exists in a state of constant flux. <laughs> Where nothing is true and nothing is false that he says. Perfect. Yeah. That's why he appears at Forteza miraculously when she needs a lawyer. And that's why she gets ice cream from Forteza. Mm, yes. These, 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 this, for those of us who live in Fort Wayne, we can pick up on the little nuanced mm-hmm. clues yeah. that he's dropping for us. The little things that are just slightly off from reality. The only thing that's getting me is that the courtroom scenes like are really rooted in reality, especially the judge. Oh, yeah. So that's really what's <laughs> taking me back. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Hey, the judge guess. is a good guy. Shh, Murphy, quiet. <laughs> We're talking right now. Oh, yeah. Okay? Hi, Murphy. <laughs> Forgot he was here. Hey, Has yeah, it been Murphy talking this whole time or are you? No, of course not. You can't tell my voice from Scott's. <laughs> There's another line the lawyer has that I wrote down at the end of this nighttime scene, Kyle. Yeah. Where where she says, like, I don't need charity or something. And he says, the last thing you need is charity. What you need is a lawyer. <laughs> That one was a real, I can't piece out what the fuck the intent of that line is. He's giving her charity. He's like, I know. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. I don't understand. She could use some charity. I mean, she's going to have a baby soon. Like, <laughs> He's giving her charity. He's working for 1% of his usual I rate. know. How is this not charity? And and how is it the last thing she needs? Money would be useful. It's always pretty helpful in a capitalist world to have some money. <laughs> I could use some charity. Donate to me. Go to follow me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Megamagwitch. Drop some subs. Uh, after this, Kyle, it's court time, right? Yeah. And I guess, well, we might as well just talk about our <laughs> fine, honorable judge. And his, he's got a little eccentricity, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Big time. He's always got his hand up my ass. Okay, Murphy. Calm okay, down. Okay. So Murphy, for those who haven't seen the movie, is... Judge Anthony Steele's dog puppet oh, that he speaks with and wears on his hand at all times. What is happening with this movie? <laughs> like we get you can't re- like tell the judge me is like that here's this a, or- sort of surrealism isn't somebody slipping from their coma. <laughs> <It is. laughs> because the, that's what the lawyer references. Oh, this is the judge, and she's like, "Is that a good thing or a bad thing?" It's like, "Oh, it's I don't know. It's uh, he's a good judge, but there's something weird with them." And then. <laughs> You see the judge, and he's wearing a a pup dog puppet. And uh, what blew me away was we were watching this, and Carrie has seen this movie before, and she goes, "Oh, I forgot about this." And I'm like, "How did you forget? How did you forget about this? This is the only thing I remember about this movie. This is yeah, I gave a great performance. Oh, is this insane?" 
puppet dog that this that it's it's played by Kevin uh uh Kevin Farley. Farley, brother How could you of forget? Chris How Farley. are you struggling on his last name? That's what I like. You were like Kevin I just um, caught on the word. I was just going to I, I just it, it, my, I remember, my mind's I really worked up. The, I remember the Kevin st- part, stumbling. Right? <laughs> I got you. But Kevin yeah, Farley, bro- brother of Chris Farley and um it has this dog puppet, and you think, oh, maybe it's like a, it's got like a weird character voice to it or something, and it's not. It's the exact same voice. He just talks back and forth. <laughs> this is the like most of, the most phoning it in I've ever seen. I know. Out of any actor of he's all time, he's not even. He's not even moving his hand sometimes when it talks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, but the thing is, I cannot look away from his scenes whatever he's talking i just could not like take my eyes off it i just think like like think of be, about being an actor and like reading this script like it just i just can't imagine reading the script and thinking it's like real like that this is a real movie being made like it's a drama like this is not a silly rom-com there's not been any of this in it no. at all but there's not jokes yeah. and there won't be jokes <laughs> moving forward we are we are now lo- it's like the back half of a law and order episode now we are in the court yes. for the rest of this movie basically and this is a serious trial that we are following <laughs> with a man who has a dog puppet on his hand Excuse me, I'm not a puppet. I'm a I'm a real I'm a real dog, obviously. <laughs> of course. I'm sorry, yeah. Murphy. I didn't mean to insult. Sounds like you. it needs to go out. You need to take him out. You know what's weird? Even as I'm doing it, I'm moving my hand for Murphy for no reason on the podcast. <laughs> no one would know. But what do you mean moving your hand? I'm here. Sorry. Sorry, Murphy. Sorry again. Um goodness. Okay. We talked about the lawyer. There's a brief interaction between uh the mother in law and uh, Elizabeth before the the trial starts right where she's, I don't even know what she says. She just comes up and tries to talk to her. And I just like that. The lawyer was like, get the fuck out of here to her. Basically. Yeah. The, just, her lawyer, the guy lawyer, like, yeah, he has some moments of clarity. Like he tries to bring it like the really like tries to like root us in reality. that This may be a re- actual courtroom and this may be an actual trial, like with some mm-hmm. of his beginning arguments, which don't work because we keep going yeah. with the trial. Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, for a second he's like, look, this is, you know, don't don't be talking to each other like this is real court. So, but I, uh, uh, there's a I there's a note say. I have about her talking to him too in the beginning because she's like, oh, I love your tie, and it's the worst mm-hmm. tie I've ever seen. It's the ugliest tie. That, it's very ugly, and, but it's the first tie he ever wore for, while representing someone. Yeah, so I guess it's. Good luck, but he's, he's probably like lying, he, and this is actually his first time representing someone. That's why the I would time. not be remotely surprised <laughs> if that was the case here. Um, the trial does begin. I cannot describe. I was very disheartened to like, first of all, to check the time and see there were 45 minutes left in this movie still <laughs> yes. was immediately dejecting. But then to like put my mouse, you know, just to do the little preview check of like what scenes are coming up in the movie. And I just keep seeing trial everywhere I scroll. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, so they give their opening like statements, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, this, it, this trial, this trial just makes no sense to me why it isn't thrown out immediately. And that's his immediate like argument. This is the lawyer's <laughs> yes. immediate argument. He's like, look, we don't do like minority report in this country. Like, we, yeah. like what evidence do you, ha- first off, there's no baby. She's trying to do claim custody, custody of a baby that does not exist yet. It's a, yeah. it's, you know, and, and 
what has the mother done? Nothing. There's, we're, we're not trying to like, we're not preemptively going to take this baby away from the mom. This isn't a thing. Like, it's not something that, that we should do. And the, the other, his sister's rebuttal is like, you made two movie references in that. Okay. Well, you know, what's great though. I specifically noted when he was giving his speech, I wrote down, I was like, I absolutely know that this is somebody who has never been in a real court of law and only just watches movies all the time because he keeps dropping movie references in his fucking opening argument. And then the movie called out that he keeps making movie references. (laughs) You shitting me? You know, you're doing it. Stop it. Write Like a real lawyer would speak. Uh, uh, whatever. Um, and then he drops it. He makes a My Cousin Vinny reference like right after that, right? Yeah. Uh, which is just, um, <laughs> I hated it. Uh, next note. Uh, I thought I you'd like it because I know how much you like the the Regal Cinemas intro with all the movie lines oh, and the people You know in. how much I love it. It's all happening. <laughs> this place is nicer than my apartment. <sighs> she's beauty and she's grace. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> fucking hate that thing so much so Kyle bad. it haunts my nightmares <laughs> um honestly I'd watch it a thousand times before I'd watch this movie again though uh so I just okay this is where the the letter gets brought up right the mom like pulls out they she calls the witness of the mom and she has the letter right and that is where the lawyer and Haley have the scene where they are like they have their little moment like oh my gosh did you did you know about this? No, I didn't know anything about it. And then they read the letter and they act like it's their first time ever hearing yeah, it. Ugh. I feel like the movie's gaslighting me or something. Cause I saw them read it. Uh, and I wrote uh, crazy that the letters word for word, what I wrote about you and your adoption recommendation. <laughs> though. <laughs> That's awesome. This is, uh, yeah, just, an insane piece of evidence. This trial it's nothing. should never. What? If this were, if this were a real trial, if 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 Mitch was alive right. and he was like, and he came, he went to court and he said, "Your Honor, I don't. I want sole custody of my child because I don't think that my wife is going to be a committed mother." <laughs> the judge would just throw it out. Like, what are you talking about? This is a court of law. Yeah. What you think doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. You're not an arbiter of judgment here. Just because he's dead doesn't mean that he has more insight or weight, you know? Yeah. It's it, so it, wild. And, and it, they all act like it's a bombshell letter. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> wait. And it makes you question, like, wait, is Haley Duff like uh, like a bad, is, is Elizabeth a bad person actually and she was abusive to this guy like what's going on what's the weird subplot here well it, it's so it's very strange because she doesn't even treat it like it's she she really just says like he would never write that and like that's yeah it, but they never she, she never says say, like, like somebody that's else not true like, she doesn't try to defend her character she's just like no my husband didn't write this you know mm-hmm. like there's never a point where she's like, I'm not like that. That's incorrect, what that letter says. Let me prove it to you that I'm not like that. But she doesn't even have to because the letter doesn't say anything other than, mm, I kind of got a gut feeling she yeah. might not be great. <laughs> like, Oh, my God, bombshell, dude. Let's take this kid away from oh, this no. bitch. Oh, like, no. She literally just would need to get out of get out of the country's jurisdiction. She gets to keep her 
baby, right? Like, there's no baby born yet, so you just no, leave. There's no baby born yet, but it, she doesn't need to do that because <laughs> even to say that, Kyle, is to treat this as if it is a piece of evidence That's that would true. matter. Very she doesn't true. need to do anything because the only evidence they have, every judge on the planet would be like, <laughs> no, oh, no, of yeah. course not. Of course, Definitely not. ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, whatever. This huge bombshell letter gets read that they definitely haven't read before earlier in the movie. Uh, and she's so sad. She goes outside and she sits down on the bench, Kyle, in the scene we referenced earlier where her dad shows up. Yep. Rich. And this is, I cannot believe that the dad is not established. <laughs> I know he's that not. That they have some sort of relationship that I should care about or something. Like, nope. He just, nope. He's not in the first he shows one. Up. It's Richard Reilly, Riley. Uh, sure. Uh, he's dead to me now because he's in this. Um, <laughs> Because he received yeah, a check to be in this movie, he did. Uh, I don't write. I didn't should... write down anything that he says. He's just like, look, you're gonna be a good mother and well, I, whatever. I did write down. Um, what do I have? I said, I've never been less interested in a story than whatever he's talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. I do remember he's telling a story vaguely. I remember he's like, you know, your grandpa hated me too, and. One time his truck broke down and I went and fixed it when I was dating your mom. And I was like, you know what? We're family. So I'm going to help you even if you hate me. And you should get along with your mother-in-law. Even because you're family, no matter what. First, fuck that notion. Yeah, your mom's trying to steal. Your mother-in-law's trying to steal your baby. Like, no, (laughs) absolutely not. This is a this this is a deal breaker forever. Yeah, forever. Good. I'm glad you agree. Of course I agree. Who wouldn't agree with that? I don't know if maybe there was going to be something where you were like, oh, I'm she so was happy. Like so, she was so distraught you do not about her dead son and she thought in... she was doing the right thing and maybe I could learn to forgive her because I'm no, no, a no. good person. I would never like, <laughs> probably, I would never personally like ever bar the mom from seeing the kid. I see the kid unsupervised by me, you know, like you're never going to spend alone time with her because she might try and steal you again. But like, you know, I... I mean, you're never gonna see out. this kid as far as i for me that's how vindictive i would be though i would be like you if you come near me or this kid i like am calling the police i would allow I'm some fine, visits like, some supervised visits probably but that's it but <sighs> yeah uh, the dad shows up. i wrote i even wrote down i wrote did her dad die in the first movie or is this just a totally random appearance out of nowhere it is <laughs> correct so, there you go wow um <laughs> We get next, we get something that I don't believe ever pays off unless I'm missing something, which is the lawyer, Kevin, uh, the good lawyer. Uh, he goes to his office and his paralegal is like, has like a manila envelope for him. Right. And like, he like opens it and it's like a newspaper clipping with Jake Jones on it. Right. I think this is when. She like they realize something is connected with his law firm, and that's how he figured out that Jake. But Jones... there's a different scene with a Jake Jones thing. I feel like after this, isn't there? Uh, yeah, probably. You're right. I, I think, don't know what this I, is. Uh, yes, there is a different one coming. <laughs> I'm reading ahead in my notes. So in this one, he gets this envelope, and then he goes to his sister Robin's uh, office and confronts her. Right, mm-hmm. and he's like, um. 
first of all, I really, did you, I really like the very specific dialogue about how he got here really quickly because between like three and five, if you go at the right time on main street, you can hit all the lights. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, well, the lights are timed down. The lights are timed. You can always get through all of them. You're you're not getting around us that easily. Matt (laughs) Berman. We know, we know downtown lights. Uh, but he's got this like manila envelope. He shows up to confront her. She's like, let me guess. You're here to accept my original offer. But guess what? I'm going to add some extra harsh uh, terms to it now because you didn't accept it right away. And she's like, the, she even says like, that letter was a bombshell and you know it. No, or whatever. it wasn't. I, it was you're the worst nothing. lawyer of all time. <laughs> it is. And then he's like, you know what? Never mind. And he grabs that manila envelope and he leaves. Yeah, that's nothing. You're right. That's nothing. Okay. Um, so there you go. And then it's court day two. And, uh, this is where we get Dave, uh, is in court wearing his Van X shirt with his tie, which I just, it's a good look. Way to go, Dave. Um, he told, he told some story about Mitch coming to visit him in like the ghetto or something. (laughs) I honestly could not parse what the fuck it had to do with this trial in any way. It's a character reference. (laughs) He for went, Mitch? I don't understand. He went it's home like, to... Oh, it is for Mitch. <laughs> I didn't even think about he's that. Like, he's, he's supposed like to be a character reference a... for her. And he's exactly. like talking about how good a guy Mitch was. <laughs> yes. He's like, I don't believe Mitch would have written that letter, but also Mitch is the most upstanding person I've ever met. And, he, and he's been, Maybe he's trying bond. to say he wouldn't write the letter, but like that makes no point. Makes, <laughs> no, the two thoughts do not intersect at all. think that. <laughs> I think I was just thinking about how I like this guy, I guess. I don't know. And he, and then, and then, okay. So he says all that. And then the, the Robin, the other lawyer is mm-hmm. like, objection, your honor. What does this have to do with what, with anything? And he's like, I'm establishing character. And she says, withdrawn, no further questions. So then she just didn't cross examine him. He just went up and like, she withdrew her one objection and did not ask him any well, did, questions. No, she asked him about getting high in college, right? Both. That's but she asks about the getting high, and then they say, and that's when the Kevin objects, and she says withdrawn, and then says no further questions. So she withdrew the question about him getting high. That's what I meant. Oh, I see. Now that you've said it, it adds up. Yeah, she was like, "You got." Uh, yeah. Oh, didn't they call yeah, you? You used Mr. to get so stoned. How can you possibly remember? Well, this is a callback. Objection. This is a callback. Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> what is the relevance here? And she says, "Withdrawn. No further questions." Okay, you withdrew your cross examination. Yeah. So, so then you just yeah. did nothing. You did nothing. <laughs> it's a callback, though. Tell me about the callback. Oh, she goes. Didn't they call you Mister High Quad in college? And the first day in college, as as we remember from the first movie, of course, um, <laughs> he he gets back when Mitch Mitch meets Mitch meets uh, Elizabeth by fixing her door, and he gets back to the room. He's like, "I just fixed a girl's door, and I think I fell in love." Or I think he just says, "I think I fell in love," and and he's like, well, "I just got high in the in the quad." college and that's like their thing every flashback they like look at each other and they go college like it's like a thing <laughs> and i think they say okay. he says it later it's another callback but the high quad thing it's a callback man we knew wow. that about him already thank god and you're, then she like to... says the insane thing like he's like well yeah i mean i did it was college and she's like now you got so high how would you even know who mitch was because you were so <laughs> high all the time no further questions no further question. But she withdrew that question, so yeah, she would view it. It did not yeah. matter. <laughs> uh, but then it's uh, 
after this, it's Elizabeth who goes up to the stand, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They asked her some questions about the marriage and she's like, no, our marriage was like a normal regular ass marriage. <laughs> um, and then, but then they're like, then they're, but then her cross examination is like, isn't it true that you were engaged <laughs> twice yeah. and called off the weddings? <laughs> Didn't you leave a guy at the altar? <laughs> Famously, these are things that have a lot to do with parenting. So this is good. We should bring this up for this trial. And you're sitting there like, ah, oh, I see what's happening here. I see how it's going. I, I, these connections. And then the weirdest thing, to this is like she brings up, oh, you said you had a really uh, happy marriage with Mitch, right? <laughs> well, what about these times that he told you he was doing this, but he was really off gambling and he had a, a secret gambling problem? So- she is introducing a piece of evidence that the point of it is Mitch is a liar not to be trusted. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is everyone arguing against their case? Who? What is the logic here? <laughs> There's no logic. And that's not a thing, by the way. If you think that he was a gambler in the first, that no, there, that was nothing. That's that's oh, a new good. development on his character. So, <laughs> Well, Haley makes it clear he did not have a gambling problem. He just thought it was a way to support them. And so uh, he that tried I believe it, he's or- kind of dumb. Yeah, I do believe that based on the five minutes I spent with him. Uh, I wrote in my notes, I might as well just be watching people speak gibberish syllables for 30 minutes because that's how much sense this makes to me, like what anyone is saying. (sighs) Okay. That's the end of the second day of the trial, right? Um, We, the lawyer comes to visit uh, Haley, uh, Kevin, the good lawyer, comes to visit Haley at, their house in a scene where I think maybe they were filming in like, I don't know, like a place that forgot to pay the electric bill because the lawyer comes into a completely dark house (laughs) and they just don't know. There's just nobody thought we're indoors. We can turn a light on. We're making a movie guys. Uh, But he's just dark. And then he goes out back and um, I don't know. They have a conversation. I hate the sisters. Like the, uh, Elizabeth's sister's like, it seems like my sister really cares about you. And I'm like, really? Yes. Why? How? When? I know. What? Yeah, that is where they 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 seed this romantic relationship. Like, there's nothing romantic ever that happens between these two. And I'm like, put I'm like wildly Ugh. inappropriate. I'm like, I don't like that. Wildly. Like, no, yeah. I don't he doesn't want seem the, the actor lawyer. doesn't seem the same age as her, even. Oh, not at all. No, he seems much older than her and is like her lawyer, her legal representative, who's like, she's in this incredibly vulnerable position. I feel like I don't like the idea of it's like if you started dating a patient to me. Yes, you know? exactly. Like, I don't like it at yeah, all. <laughs> what is not this? good? Um, so yeah, he go. We learn. Well, we don't even learn how Mitch died. No, no, no. Right at the swings. I cannot believe. I was like, I don't you dare fucking tease me. Don't you just tell me. <laughs> you fucking vermin. 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 Of a bitch. <laughs> and we do learn it involved curry. It was the curry that way. killed him? Huh. Weird. You know, it's like, why are you making a joke of this? Why is this a joke? It's the only humor in the movie is about Mitch being dead, too. Like, there's very little levity in most of the scenes. Um... Okay, after this, they have that little, I don't know, it's like a pep talk. I don't even know what the point of the scene is other than to learn that info, that he died by curry. Um, 
And so we get another scene, though, where the assistant shows up with a different envelope (laughs) now. And this is the one that is like the smoking gun Mm -hmm. that they find that has the Jake Jones information on it. And so I just am so confused about what the first newspaper clipping was all about. Then <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's in uh, <laughs> the the baby pact, the wedding pact three, the uh, the newspaper pact. I don't know the. All right, I'm into the that. Jake Jones uh, pact. The ooh, now we're talking. Give me more Jake Jones. Give me. Can we get a wedding pact spinoff that's just about uh, Joe Senior and Joe Junior? Like yeah, their I would lives love that. together. That'd be great. They're the only interesting people here. I don't know. It's like Joe Senior bailing Joe Ju- or Joe Junior bailing Joe Senior out of prison for like rubbing pregnant women's bellies yeah. against their <laughs> yes. will or whatever. Um, and then we get uh, Kyle. You're not gonna believe this. Jake Jones surprise witness. Oh my god, the crowd's going wild. <laughs> it's such a uh, bad reveal too. Like it's you. What's the typical reveal? You like. And now I call my expert witness, and then you like point to the door as it's opening, and, and he walks opens in. Opens and there's <gasps> Jake gasps. Jones. Yeah, that's not what that's not what happens. Jake walks mm-hmm. into the courtroom, and then he says, <laughs> "I'd like to call my expert witness, Jake Jones." Like it's very bad, like scene structure. Like why why would you do it that way? It, it got rid of all the dr- the drama of it. Absolutely, uh, there was no drama remaining. I, I was. I was so far to the point where I can tell you how far along I was in my misery, Kyle, because here's my next bullet point. I wrote, he wrote the letter. Oh my God. Exclamation points. I want to die. I want to shoot myself in the head right now. Kill me, please. Fucking kill me. Kill me. (laughs) And he he wrote this uh, letter, I guess like right after their wedding day when she left him, like about a future kid that, that she might have like makes some, it's insane. It's, I know she, he was like so bitter that he wanted to, I don't know, like get a form of revenge that he thought would never happen. I guess like it was like, it's like the equivalent of like writing an angry letter and putting it in a drawer. But it's like something he was like, well, there's no way Mitch is going to die while she's pregnant or something, you know, (laughs) it just happened to happen, I guess. Yeah. Um, But he's trying to come clean or whatever. And then like, yeah, it's so stupid. Him. At the end of his thing, that Elizabeth writes something down on like a piece of paper and shows the lawyer, and then the lawyer's like, "I have one more question for you, Jake Jones. Can you forgive Elizabeth for what happened on your wedding day? Like, like Elizabeth needs his forgiveness. Like she feels bad about leaving him on his wedding day when he cheated on her. Like that's the whole thing. Like he was like actively what? cheating on her and a jerk to her. Like he's absolutely an underredeemable character in the first one." <laughs> But now she feels bad about it and wants his forgiveness. What is this? Why? Well, Kyle, he's proven that he's worthy of, or he's somebody who she should really be seeking forgiveness from considering he almost cost her her baby. I mean, she's really in a position where she should be considering his feelings right now. So it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) She should be furious with him for writing this letter, not being like, will you forgive me for leaving at the altar? She (laughs) She should should literally (laughs) hop out of her seat and attack him. And the leaving him at the altar was absolutely a good thing in the first one because he's a he was an, it's a turd. He was sleeping with the... Look at him now. Now he's helping out people by not selling their housing and putting them out on their ass. What a great guy. He ran over their dog in the first one. <laughs> Did he do it on purpose? Yeah. He, like, hit it. Oh, jeez. Hit it and run. Like, not on purpose, <laughs> oh purpose, but, like, he was there. He and knew like, he did it, and he didn't, like, stop and yeah. help. 
Yeah. Okay. Wow. Dude, he's he's so unredeemable in the first one. It's great. He's it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, Kyle, the good th- the good news is that this is the final. This is the evidence the judge needs to toss this case out. Finally, <laughs> finally. Now that we've seen it, the smoking gun letter, this bombshell piece of evidence. Is but false. she also like withdraws. Like the the mother in law is yeah. like, oh, I was wrong. I'm. I would like to take away my 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 thoughts or whatever. Yeah, she's so oh re- re- ready to drop this. And then comes up to Elizabeth and is like, I'm so sorry about all this. And Elizabeth is like, do you want to help me shop for baby clothes or something? I'd like later? to forgive you. No. Yeah. No. I would I would tell this woman to eat shit and die. Yes. Get away from me. Get away from me. <laughs> you just tried to steal my baby. Like, you just try to take my baby from me. No, absolutely not. It's so bad. Well, speaking of baby, Kyle. Labor time. Uh, she goes into labor and it's a girl. That's my, I just, I didn't write anything about the labor. I was, I was staring at, it's such a nice day out. I was watching this movie and I was so hungry. I had not eaten anything. It really did pick up though. Cause Celia showed up with some McDonald's kind of around this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ate a quarter pounder while watching kind of the last like 10 minutes. That really okay. was the highlight of the film. For That's me. good. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Me, my best performer is, uh, the McDonald's employees <laughs> at DuPont. <laughs> um, she has, she gets, she, okay, good. I'm so glad we answered this question already, but after it's a girl, my next note is just who the fuck is this guy in the hospital room talking about North Dakota? But wait, <laughs> oh, there's another callback here. When the baby is born, the doctor that delivered the baby was good. also the yep. veterinarian that saved the dog's life in the first one. Whoa. He's a doctor I, and a vet. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, I recognize that actor. I still don't know what from. I know he's got a really recognizable face. It was it's driving me crazy, honestly, that I couldn't like quickly figure it out when I was watching. But I'm not. That's how I knew he was in the first one because while I was looking at his IMDb, I was like, oh, good, there he is. (laughs) Um, We see. I don't know. I don't fucking. I have three more notes on this. Good. Jake Jones is here for a visit and he's engaged or something. The baby's Conceded name is Michelle. Much Elizabeth? Like Mitchell. Oh, like Mitch. Aww. Michelle. It's nice. That's so sweet. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. Um and then the lawyer shows up and he and and this is where he's like hitting on her at the end, right? Yeah. He's like, maybe after like this, maybe we could go get like a cup of coffee. And she's like, Oh yeah, I would like that. And you're like, What did where did this come from? No, she's supposed to be with the other guy. I know. I'm writing. Get with Joe Jr. What is this trash? Yeah. And then it's made me Jr. so uncomfortable. I, I know. It's so weird. There's been zero romantic spark between these two characters or any implication of it outside of that. My sister really cares about you line of dialogue that happened like 10 minutes before this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But then I don't know. Joe Jr. shows up and it just kind of ends Right, like yeah, it ends. I, I, yeah, yeah she, he it. brings like, her a flower with the with the with the uh, with the teddy bear on it, and then and that's the end. The end. That's the end of them. It just sort of ends. It just ended. I was like, that's it. That's it. This is our final moment of the film. Is just Joe Junior shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> that's the film. That's the film. The wedding pack to the baby pack. And we all Everyone. clapped and stood up and gave 
there's a 10 minute standing ovation in the Sweetwater Auditorium, and uh, I just said, "What? Wow, that was a thing." Some people say if you if you're if it's quiet enough and you're standing in the Sweetwater Auditorium, you can still hear the clapping to this day, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Fort Wayne itself. So pleased to be represented on screen. I was, I was crying tears, not the not the good kind, and uh, yeah, it was, it was great. It's powerful, well, Kyle. As is tradition on this podcast, always. Now that we have reached the end of discussing the film and talking about its many, 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 I would like. I think I'll go first because mine's. Uh, mine's. I think going to blow your mind here. Oh, good! <laughs> really excited. For me, there are two reasons why anybody should watch this movie. Number mm-hmm. one, if you're from Fort Wayne, there's there's a Absolutely. reason you can watch a movie yes. that was has locations filmed in Fort Wayne. There you go. Woo! The second the second reason is to watch a drama where you go into a courtroom and see a judge with a puppet on his hand. <laughs> With the most phoned-in performance I've ever seen. <laughs> but I cannot look away. I cannot look away when this judge is talking back and forth with his puppet dog that has the same voice. It's literally what nothing. What do you mean the same voice? It's the same voice. It's, it, and, and well, I, that wasn't me. That was Murphy, just to be clear, who asked you. Yeah, and my because voice this sound- guy gives absolutely 0% in the performance. Uh-huh. Kevin Ab- Farley absolutely it's- gave 0% and yet still captivated me and whatever he decided to do with this role. I don't know if they were like, "Hey, do you want to like do a voice with like the dog or something?" and he was like, "No." Probably <laughs> that's what I imagine. Well, I don't really want to I don't really want to strain my voice today. I'm like <laughs> we got I got you know, I'd like to maybe not be in Fort Wayne super long. You know, I'm almost more willing to believe that he showed up with the puppet, not wanting to be in the movie, and refused to take it off, assuming they wouldn't put him in the movie. <laughs> and they were just like, "Fuck it, roll with it." Keep hey, the there puppet. is a there is a post credit scene. Did you see the post credit scene? It's him walking. No, through. I didn't. Oh, there's a there's him walking through the courthouse, talking to the puppet back and forth, and he oh. like takes the puppet and holds it over the the like edge and like what like i'll do it i'll do it and the puppet's like don't do it and then he like keeps walking and i think yeah, that's that was really scary what... to shoot that was actually a stunt puppet okay murphy we're not here for back inside yeah. information okay <laughs> kevin sorry farley gets my best performer award for this this movie nobody else really deserves it so sorry i'll, t- I'll say this for kevin farley's uh performance you do say he gave zero percent effort but i think he met the movie on its wavelength by right. giving zero <laughs> percent and yet still knocked it out of the i don't know i don't know i it's he gets my best performer award and he gets um one of these mugs i'll give it to him because he was not at the uh at the uh um mm the the premiere so i'll give him one of these uh blue mugs that the exclusive premiere mugs that i have i have two of them so i'll give him carrie's i guess so sorry Mm, carrie you don't have yours anymore but i'm sure she'll be really torn up about that kyle Uh, i'm actually filing a lawsuit to gain sole custody of that mug before it even gets (laughs) into kevin's hands because kyle i have a controversial pick Okay. For best right. performer for this movie. Very controversial in that my pick for best performer is myself. It's me <laughs> for successfully making it through this movie, despite <laughs> it being a beautiful day outside and wanting to claw my eyes out the entire time. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, Good my job. reward to me is this podcast ending, so I never have to watch one of these movies ever again <laughs> if I don't want to. Your wish is granted, sir. Woo! <laughs> good, good, good. Final, final thoughts, Kyle. Um, yeah, I, I'll go first. Um, you go first. Uh, oh boy, the movie uh, feels like you're uh, feels like you're at the whipping po- post. You know? Oh wait, you don't know about the whipping post, do you, Scott? The the infamous oh, no, whipping post scene in the wedding pact, where uh, where Jake Jones and Mitch are in the bar that has a specific thing called the whipping post where you can go back and forth with towels and whip each other until one of you wimps out and uh it's like a it's like it's like basically like watching rocky between these two like whip each other with towels until one of them you know stops so great scene um great scene uh but uh uh yeah it's uh this 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 movie is just like just kind of hot garbage right like it just is and i there's not much more to say we've really said it all this it gets a half a star because i can't i can't rate it any lower really Mm -hmm. um half a star it's it's really the bad kind of bad for most of it and i've referenced that a few times what i mean by that there's the good kind of bad where it's really fun to watch and some of this movie is that way but not enough of it is Mm -hmm. and it 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 really just is, is is not great. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching a movie that is filmed in my town. It's great to see the locations. Um, but I think that's where it loses you is once it, once it's in the courtroom for most of the movie, it's like, you're not, it's like the last half. You don't get any more like, Ooh, there's that fun Fort Wayne spot. Right. You know? Yeah. So and it's I'm the just, worst. It's the absolute know. worst premise for a plot I've ever seen in my entire life like i've never <laughs> yes, thought of there's no way this would ever happen right <laughs> yes and uh it's interesting like watching it now versus when i when i premiered when i was at the premiere um you know we're like we're about to adopt a baby too and like like we're all about like we need to pr- protect them like mother of an adopted uh, of a baby um of a birth mother like yeah. It, at all costs, you're, you're, there's a there's a baby that's going to be taken from their birth mother, and that is a, a form of trauma that every kid will have with, with an adoption. Mm-hmm. You you don't get around that that trauma. That's something that will come up in their life, right? And so this is like it's a it was like a little bit more real about this, like being a thing that like like how could you take a baby from their birth mother? Like there has to be good avenues for that, and like well, we're on that. She path called right. off two engagements, obviously. So I mean, that's enough. That's well yeah, pretty true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, this this movie is so bad, and and it uh, the first one really is worth a watch if you really like bad movies. The Wedding Pact is the good kind of bad, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say about this one. It's it's time to move on. So, all right. <laughs> well, uh, my final thoughts. A half star, a half, uh, well, ha- ooh, half of, uh, crap. I didn't think of anything. Um, oh, he's got nothing. He's, he's choking right I'm now. Choking. Choking on a big scoop of Forteza a ice half cream. Of a Johnny Appleseed apple because ooh, Johnny Appleseed's buried in Fort Wayne. So, a mm-hmm. half an apple out of five apples. Wow. Way to besmirch his memory by forever linking him to this <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> My final thoughts. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. Easily. Forget everything I've ever said bad about other movies on this podcast. In comparison to this, Kindergarten Cop 2 is a masterpiece. (laughs) Holiday in the Sun is a visual feast. A James Corden only cut of super intelligence would be more charming. 
Bell's Magical World deserves a 10-season run compared to this. A cheese grater to the asshole would be preferable to another second of this visually repugnant, nonsense-plotted, and dramatically inert abomination. I feel like I just watched some sort of weird money-laundering tax break scheme mixed with a tourism video for Fort Wayne. Not a movie. Not even bad enough to be entertaining for the last 45 minutes. If you're listening to this and you find yourself wanting to watch this movie out of curiosity, do yourself a favor. Instead, open a window and stare directly into the sun for 90 minutes. I promise it will approximate the lighting of the film, be more interesting than the movie, and it will have the added bonus of blinding you so you never have the possibility of accidentally watching a single frame from this piece of shit. Absolute zero out of five delicious pieces of Fort Wayne sushi. That's the best rant I've ever heard. That was the best rant I've ever heard. <sighs> I really felt it in my soul while I was typing that one up, Kyle. I started, I maybe started typing my final Preach. thoughts when there were still about 15 <laughs> minutes left in the movie. <sighs> wow. I feel really, I feel like I got a lot out of my system right there, you know? Ooh. Felt good. I got my first ever massage recently, and this maybe feels like a greater weight off of my shoulders than that, you know? Um, Kyle, but here's one thing about this movie. I will say Kyle is that one guy did have an amazing voice, right? Yeah. And who do you, gosh, that got me thinking. Who's the greatest voice actor of all time, Kyle, the greatest voice actor of, yeah. of all time. I mean, on this podcast, I think there's one pretty clear answer. Oh Kyle. yes, absolutely. Yeah. And is it's, Oh God, it's coming. Kyle, do you want to play yes. a game? Yes, I do. Right now? Yes. I know you do. In honor of this being the last possible episode of this podcast, I have done us both a favor and collected an assortment of clips by the great yes, Jim, Jim Cummings. Cummings baby. Woo! <laughs> from all from Disney straight to DVD sequels that we have covered on this Thank podcast, goodness. Kyle. Oh, I'm so locked in. <laughs> and it is your job to listen to these clips and identify the movie All right. using only Jim Cummings' dulcet tones. Love it. This is, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I do well with this because I would love to just claim that this is my, because this is what I think, right? Like, yeah. who has seen, like, all the, the Disney sequels, right? Not many people, exactly. but we have. No, we have. And I, I, I had to, I was going to do a different game based around the sequels, but I had the Jim Cummings idea and I couldn't resist it. I was going to do a game using, um, Trivia facts from the Disney wiki for each movie. <laughs> Jim Cummings is better. He's our guy. Jim Cummings. He's our guy. So I've got, I think, seven clips here uh, from the movies of various lengths. Gotcha. Um, okay. And it will just be your job to listen and try to turn the movie. I think Perfect. we should start right now, Kyle, with, I think we should get maybe one of the, do you want to get a hard one or an easy just one get, out of just, the way first? Just whichever one. Don't tell me if it's hard or easy, and and then I if I get it wrong, tell me it was a hard one. If I get it right, tell me okay. it was the easy one. All right, perfect. All right, here we go then, Kyle. A call, serene, in a word, harmonious. Allow me to present myself, Webster, at your service. Nice to meet you, Webster. Won't you join us? But of course, <laughs> for I am, after all, indispensable, irreplaceable, Ooh. essentially. Well, that's obviously. Uh, I um, I gotta make sure it's that's the right sequel. 
Because it's going to be Bell's. I'm, I'm pretty positive it's not the Enchanted Christmas. I think it's his Bell's magical. Uh, to, what's the you know the the other one? Bell's magical Christmas stories or something? Tales? World, world, world. Bell's magical world. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kyle, you got it. You're right. You it's knew Webster, it. Webster, the, the dictionary. Yeah. He is indeed Webster, the dictionary. Uh, I can't an believe iconic he's in character. That. That's uh, wow. That's. I know. That's his, maybe his worst credit. So, poor guy. There might be some competition on this list. I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, Bell's Magical World. Pretty That's much true. The, I know. Whew. That is pretty much the bottom of the barrel. You're right. You're right. That was All an right, easy Kyle. one. Gotta be. That, that was, was an easy one. All right. Let's get then, Kyle. Let's go. Let's dive into round number two. Number two. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. That's for me to know or for you to find out. Either way, it's a moot point. Find us keepers, lose us weepers. It's the way of the woods. Hey, you didn't find it. You stole it, thief. All right, you got me. That's what we do. We grab from the rich and give to the less fortunate. You know, like, uh, us. Ah, <laughs> uh, crap. Um, I want to say it's like, uh, <sighs> I don't think it's like um, the like Scamp's adventure, like the Lady and Tramp Two, is it? Uh, Kyle, so sorry to say, this is, in my opinion, the hardest one on the quiz. I will let you know. Uh, it is Brother Bear Two. Oh, bleh. a movie that. Come on, I knew, I know. I know. What is he I, in? Bro- was, what is that scene in that movie? You know what's crazy? He has two roles in Brother Bear Two, and I couldn't decide which one would be harder <laughs> to try to guess. Because <laughs> he also he plays the dad, but he's doing like maybe offensive native voice while he's doing it, Great. and I just didn't want to dishonor Jim Cummings. That is when there's a scene. I barely remember the movie. If you if you ask me to describe anything from Brother Bear Two, right? I mean, how could I? But there's like a scene where there's a bunch of raccoons up okay, in the trees. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't remember that. All I remember is feeling uncomfortable that whole movie about <laughs> a girl or being a in bear. Love with a bear. Bear. Yeah. All right, Kyle. That's fine. You know, you got to okay. get five. That's all right. You got to get. You got to get four. Five. We're gonna say you got to get five out right, of seven. All right, all right. Uh, otherwise, unfortunately, your mother-in-law will be taking your baby. Oh. Okay? <laughs> So, fighting for my unborn baby boy. Yeah. All right. Whoa. This is all for Scott Jr. Let's go. All right. Number three. Well, the way I see it, it's my last night of babysitting, and I'm a free man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> free, 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 I tell you. Yahoo! <laughs> Come on, son. I can't miss you if you won't leave. <laughs> that is his most iconic role to me. As uh, mm-hmm. the extremely goofy movie, of course, is what that's from. So. Absolutely. He's crushing it in that clip. I'm laughing at that clip. I know. It's great. <laughs> it's a funny <laughs> moment. Uh, all right. Uh, good job, Kyle. You are now at two correct answers. You need three more. Oh, boy. Uh, for this Oh, God, It's Cummings game. And let's see if you can do this one. This next one, Kyle, is a shorter one. Okay? So you're really going to want to listen. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. A red, white, and a blue look! Mmm, <laughs> play it again. Okay. A red, white, and a blue look! <laughs> Do, can I... 
would 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 I be able to request what the mm-hmm. words he's saying are? I believe he's saying a red, white, and a blue, huh? Something along those lines. So it sounds like red, white, and blue to me. That's this has got to be Lady and the Tramp too, right? You're goddamn yes. right it is, Kyle. Yes. I knew <clears throat> red, white, and blue. I knew, of course, you would make the connection. Obviously, Independence Day movie, Lady and the Tramp yes. too, as we all know. Hmm. Oh, uh, excellent work, Kyle. Um, hold on, I'm trying to see. I think I had. Uh, oh, this has my fate. I do. I have to read this because when I was making my other game, I was reading uh, uh, the trivia. I was doing a piece of trivia and a comment for each movie. And this has my favorite uh, set uh, of things on it, right? For the trivia piece for Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamps Adventure is this film has similarities to The Lion King. Both protagonists run away, they both meet friends, and they both fall in love with their female friend. <laughs> All right, wow, that's really good trivia, guys. That's great trivia. And then, and then I love this set of comments, which, this film was made seven months before Sagwa the Chinese Siamese cat premiered on PBS Kids, says Kiki Girl. And then Jenna Marie responds, I love watching Sagwa the Chinese Siamese cat, but what does that show have to do with Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamps Adventure? <laughs> what indeed. <laughs> Thank you, people of the Disney Wiki. Oh, oh man. man. Good job, though, Kyle. You got it. You have three points. You only need to get two more. Three more questions. Can you do it? Give it to me. Let's see. Give it to me. Number round five coming at you, Kyle. Get out. You kids have been married a year already? Oh, I remember this. It all started innocently enough. Just a pleasant afternoon in the jungle. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Tarzan two. Jane's the Tarzan and Jane. Tarzan and Jane. Kyle. Oh, judges. I don't and know. I said Tarzan and Jane. I was trying. I was gonna. It, it was, I was trying to finish it. I forgot that Tarzan and but, Jane was number two, but it wasn't like that. But there is a movie called Tarzan two. I know that is not. No, Tarzan I meant Tarzan and Jane. and Jane. I was thinking Tarzan and Jane because I know Tarzan two <laughs> is the third movie in the. But but it's but it's him as a we kid. We all know Tarzan two is the third movie in the Tarzan franchise, <laughs> and it is of course a prequel. Uh, <laughs> Come on, you know I know that. You know I know that. I know we know. All right, I'll give it to you. Kyle. Yes, I'm gonna yes. allow you to take it because I believe that you knew it was Tarzan and Jane. Because I think the key takeaway is that he says I remember it. Which is what's going to trigger that response of, oh, this is one of those. This is one of those. It's three episodes and we're remembering it. (laughs) Good job, Kyle. And the Zoo Gore is not in that one. Zoo Gore. (laughs) Yeah, he is not in that one. A real shame. Uh, Great job, Kyle. Sure. Even if you didn't get it, though, you're going to get the next two, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Here is number six. Did you hear that? She thinks I'm a great king. Oh, what a delightful child. <laughs> charming. Absolutely charming. Your Excellency, please stop the Sarmada. Oh, yes, 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 yes. But right now, I can't be rude and ignore my other guests, can I? No. So, we shall discuss it later. For now, my dear, enjoy the ball. <laughs> Go on. Enjoy. That's gotta be Pocahontas 2. 
Of course. Of course. Pocahontas 2, what's the subtitle? Journey to a New World? Journey to a New World, yes. Of course, as we all know. Love the first 20 minutes of that movie. Uh, Love the first great. 20 minutes. Takes a sharp decline, maybe. I turn it off after the first 20 minutes. So. No, no, no. I skip ahead to when they put Pocahontas in whiteface. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Last round. Last round. You've already won the game, I guess, if we're giving you the Tarzan and Jane. Mm, but let's just put a little let's... put a little extra pin in it. A little extra... Uh, I don't know. This is the... Uh, this is like the there's 10 seconds left in regulation play. You're up by one, and this is your three-pointer Okay, to good. really seal the game. All right, got it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, here we go. Number seven. That Benjamin can't save you this time. <laughs> they say every dog is his day, but this one ain't going to be yours, you flea-bitten cur. I don't remember him in... Um... Uh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold, hold on, hold on. Hold the phone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. <laughs> wait a second. Play that clip again. Play that clip again. I got confused. Absolutely. I got confused. Okay, okay, I'll play it again. That Benjamin can't save you this time. <laughs> they say every dog is his day, but this one ain't gonna be yours, you flea-bitten cur. I... I have to say 102 Dalmatians, I think. I'm going to, ooh, judges, can we accept that title? Oh, uh, it's 102, mm. isn't it? It's, uh, it's not 101 mm. Dalmatians Part 2. It's what? Mm. It's, what, it's 101 mm. Dalmatians. Uh, mm. uh, it's not Scamp. It's Scamp? No, no, no. Scamp was, mm. I always forget mm. these two titles. Because it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, no, it's not Scamp. What is it? It's uh mm. oh man, is there a is there a bug in my game? I guess I need to patch it. Patches mm. London Adventure. <laughs> there it is, guys. Is it really 101 Dalmatians 2? It is. I yes, it is. The 102 Dalmatians is the sequel to the live action right. movie with Glenn Close. Good. Uh yes, that is 101 Dalmatians 2. I tried to trick you up cuz that is obviously a scene from the show, The Thunderbolt Show. That they watch ah, on the TV. That's what I was confused about. I was like, "Oh, is yeah. this at the end of, of, uh, of the? I think, yeah, of this one when they're like racing through the streets." But I was like, "That's a train," mm-hmm. so I didn't think of it as the. I didn't. Yeah, but I, I was just I think like, he's "It's still got to be that." Dirty one. Dawson is the name of the character that's in right. the show. That's right. Yeah. Dirty, Dirty Dawson. Dawson tried to trip you up. Kyle, good news, Jake. Jones showed up at the last minute and saved your baby. Thank goodness. Uh, so you get to keep your child and you get to keep your sanity because we're done, Kyle. Oof, we're done. <sighs> oh, what a beautiful journey. Um, that I guess, should we, t- should we pop it out? Are we done? I guess anything we else we, uh, we got to throw here? I don't know. Folks, it's been, throw away the it's VHS, been a hell of a ride. Like, yeah, let's throw I'm, burning this thing I'm, it's this seen is... it's seen a lot it's seen i'm going to call amazon to see if i can take the fact that i purchased this like i rented this movie off of my account because i don't want it to be used oh, you rented against it. Oh, me yeah. in court as a character 
like witness move to say I shouldn't have my child. Well, if you ever want to see this... it again, I did buy the movie, so oh, no. it's a four way movie. You know, I was like, oh, I'll buy it in case you want to watch it at the lake with the family or something. So no, yeah, well. you had to fund Berman. You said I gotta pay. It's he's an auteur. I need to support his dream. Yes, I am. I legitimately really want to watch the rest of his filmography. I know. I so actually badly. am going to watch his other movies. <laughs> I already know I am. I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, but for now, folks, uh, let's take out this tape and toss it in the garbage. If you're listening and you like what you heard, uh, follow us on and uh, go to our website, madefortvpodcast.com. Follow us on social media at madefortvpodcast. That's at made the number four TV podcast, where there will be news whenever there is news about the future of this show or other shows we might make. That's where you can find it for sure. Uh, is that, or do I have more that I say? Thank you to Chris Ratzbach for our theme song, and thank you to Maggie for our artwork. Until next time, I'm Scott. I'm Kyle. <laughs> Remember to come back next week for our big 100th episode celebration, folks. <laughs> Woo-hoo! 100. We made it, and next week's going to be great. <laughs> Woo-hoo, We're bringing bye. back all the famous characters from before. Oh my god, Kyle's got the gun! Oh, and Murphy's holding it! He's playing with Arnold! Sasquatch is knocking on the door! It's gonna be rad! <laughs> Alright, goodbye. goodbye.